<laughs> a mook, so what? <laughs> a mook, so what? <laughs> oh man, Perry Saturn, yo. How the fuck you get on Perry Saturn? Perry Saturn was gay Kurt Angle. Wow. <laughs> Kurt Angle was a fruity? I mean, the milk shit was weird. That shit was mad weird. <laughs> he sprayed everybody with milk. I was like, oh, chill, bro. That shit was wild. Nah, Kurt Angle is top five best wrestlers. Nah, he really is, though. When when, when he shaved the head and he snapped. Oh, you got when you got bald really head is, Kurt though. Angle? Bald head Kurt Angle takes off the... Uh, yeah, bald head Kurt Angle was nice. I mean, and even like if you watch... painkiller Kurt. Yeah, <laughs> painkiller Kurt was that, different. That, that was um. This nigga's was, neck had muscles. That was Perk Angle. <laughs> that right. was Perk <laughs> Angle. Perk Angle. That was Perk Angle. That was crazy. Perk angle. Nah, and then oh, what else? No, Kurt when he first popped up in TNA, mm. yeah, he was because he still had like life to him. Mm. And he was still nice. Over he looked there. like an unshelled turtle now. <laughs> yeah, he do look a little weird. Kurt Angle definitely beats his wife. Yo, that, wow, that's a hot. I think he put. <laughs> I think he puts in the three. Uh, what's them shits called? The, the three, three somersaults. Oh, oh no, the three amigos. The three amigos. <laughs> that's crazy. Left this shit. But one of his wives <laughs> left him for um, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Nah. Yeah, it was, it was, that, it, it was a storyline on fucking TNA, and it ended up being real. It was like the old man version of uh, Edge, Lita, yeah, and, and Matt Hardy. Just for the record, Lita's a whore. Yo, I met her though. Lita is fine as fucking person. She's a dirty whore. She is fine as fucking person. But um, can we just do this episode where I just uh, insult people and say what I really feel? And we here. <laughs> do what you want. What bro. is going on, people? Harry That's Saturn, Saturn. You're gay. Lita, <laughs> you're a fucking whore. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The views. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> What is going on, people? It's me, your boy Trinidad. It's your boy Julio Rivera. It's your boy Julio Diaz. And we got a guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Christoph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sort of got never done this before, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all, all good. good. It's all good. Um, like I said, uh, disclaimer. I see the. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed by Christoph are, <laughs> are not the views of TJ Square. We rolled in hot, guys. We rolled in hot. <laughs> Uh, you walked into us talking about wrestling, because mm-hmm. um, you know we found out that we're all kind of wrestling fans over here. You know, yeah. we all grew up on it. Um, so uh, yeah, Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn. <laughs> fuck Yo, Perry, Perry Saturn. Perry Angle. Shout out to Gorilla Monsoon. You took all of them? No, I just took one. Oh, I would have okay. been mad. <laughs> you know who I think Perry Saturn got probably hooked up with? Scott Steiner for sure. Wow. <laughs> Perry had whatever he had on. Yo, Scott had the chains on. At one point, <laughs> I'll wrestle you for your shakes. Yo, at one point, Scott was calling himself the Big Bad Booty Daddy. What? Nah. Yes. I it, thought it was Big Big, big Papa Pump. Pump. Okay. And then he started calling himself the Big Bad Booty Daddy. Nah, nah. Yeah, because he used to have this like weird. He used to bring bitches with him. Oh, I he, remember that. And, and then when he got to like, I think Impact, when his last type of run over there, he started calling himself the Booty Daddy. <laughs> Yo, he would come to the ring with the fucking chainmail. Booty Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Yo, talk That's about crazy. growth. Whoa. You, you remember um the Steiner Brothers when they first popped up on WWE when they had mullets and they would wear oh, the. Well, the, I know them from WCW when they were like University of Michigan Wolverine. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. before that, and they were the same when they first popped up in WWE. I don't know how they ended up being biker gay guys. 
Was that a part of the storyline? No, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being serious. I don't know how that happened. Because the other one started wearing the dog chain. Okay. And he would just bark at niggas. <laughs> like, yo, before the match, he'd be like, oof, oof, oof. Wearing all leather and the dog, the whole dog joint. And then, you know, Big Papa Pump became Booty Daddy. Big Papa Pump, the booty. You think he came up with that name? Like, he was just like, I'm going to call myself the Big Bad Booty Daddy. I feel like he came up with that name. That sounds That's, like something Shane McMahon came up with. That, <laughs> You know who he looked like? A big bag booty daddy. That's crazy. That's my boy right there. Shane, Shane O'Mac. <laughs> Yo, Shane is a legend because Shane don't got to be putting himself through hell. Yo, sometimes That's I watch true. Shane matches and I'll be like, bro, you're a millionaire. Why are you doing this? Yo, when he fought Undertaker? For nah, attention. I know why he did it. He does it for attention. He did it because he was jealous of his father loving everybody else but him. Yeah. You don't love me, Dad? I'll jump off the ceiling right now until you love me. You're nothing like Jeff and Matt Hardy, Shane. <laughs> You're nothing like the Hardys. <laughs> you saw him hugging Jeff. He was like, that's it. I'm flying off of three ladders. Wow. He really just be throwing himself off of shit. That shit is insane. That was that was his special move. That was his finisher. Smackdown versus Raw, you press the fucking Smackdown He just jumped button. off whatever it was. It'll just cut to him jumping off the, the ceiling. Yep. Like if Shane was a Mortal Kombat character, he just his fatality would just kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Shane-tality. Fatality. Nigga, <laughs> I won. <laughs> Game just over right yeah. there. Game over. Oh, man. Yo, Shane is crazy, man. Y'all remember that time when Stephanie was actually bad? Yeah. That was like early 2000s, though. Stephanie had a that moment, a, man. That was a time. Like she had, she, like she had the cheeks. The she rumor had. is Macho Man fucked her. What? Oh, 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 Macho yeah. Man Randy Savage? Yeah. yeah, that was a rumor. That was a rumor. Bone saw is ready? Oh, yeah. Like bone saw? Oh, yeah. You ain't had to, pause. You ain't had to say bone saw. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just yeah, um, the rumor is the reason why WWE don't. And really she was honor. underage. Yeah. <gasps> the rumor is because oh. WWE don't honor Macho Man is because Vince supposedly has a grudge because really? he smashed Stephanie. Oh, wow, damn. Macho Man had one of the shortest primes and then he took him out to make him a color commentator. Mm. He only came back to fight Crush at WrestleMania 9 in Las Vegas. Yeah, Vince Man's a piece of shit, bro. R.I.P. Macho Man. Yo, I really Legend. didn't. Yo, I uh, really didn't know that you were this big of like a wrestling. Fan, oh yeah, we were talking while you was going. Really yeah. You gotta learn, man. It's the secret synchronicity. WrestleMania man. Nine. What? Sharpshooter. Get uh, get the sand thrown in his eyes by Mr. Fuji. Yeah. Hulk Hogan comes out, beats Yokozuna, Giant Gonzalez. He knows. Uh, I, I watch Undertaker. The Chlorophox. Come on, man. You know what it is though, because he's about my age, and we came up when everybody thought wrestling. I'm 21. Okay. <laughs> You're 21 for real? And I'm 20. 21. For, oh, I'm about to say, how do you know all of that? <laughs> the viewers don't know our ages. But um, when we was coming up, everybody thought wrestling. It was to the point that Channel, remember Channel 9 used to have exposés? We are like, you can hear it right here. He's telling them what the move is. They fucked that guy. <laughs> Yo, it was a guy wearing like a mask. It was like, bro, like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. So by the time, like, y'all old enough to remember... They, they had broke kayfabe with that yeah. beyond the match shit and everything changed because yeah. Vince even went on TV and was like guys this is fake alright yeah. right, well shit we knew that already but we just wanted to believe yeah yeah. but yeah. um I remember WrestleMania now that was the first paper you my mom's ordered for me that for shit, real? yeah I was sitting there I was like Ma can you please order this because I only I started watching wrestling Maybe like a year or so before that, maybe two years before that. Because as a kid, I used to be like, I don't understand why those guys got all the muscles. That shit is weird. And I never watched wrestling because I just thought they looked weird. 
And then I start, and then I watched the first time I watched, I saw, like I was home, and you know, Saturday night, you ain't watching nothing. I threw on that WCW, and I was like, oh, this ain't that bad. I used to watch like NWA. Oh, yeah. Like people like Bobby Eaton, Rock and Roll Express, oh, Arn Anderson, like I, I, real like wrestling magazines. Oh, you, where were you watching that? <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> so my great, my great grandmother lived in Richmond, Virginia. So this is the 80s. So mm-hmm. I used to go to like Bigfoot monster truck shows, like crazy, like yeah. 80s shit. Yeah. Wrestling was one of those 80s things and, and, and uh, uh, yeah, monster trucks. Yeah, and it was different in the South. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. It was different in the South. We didn't, we didn't get NWA on our TV. Yeah. We <laughs> he never said, got he said, where the fuck was you watching this? Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm like, nigga, that wasn't even on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he had a space YouTube <laughs> something like that. Yeah, YouTube before YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had to like, if you watched anything other than WWF or if you had cable, you got to watch WCW. There was no other wrestling. Oh, no, there was one. There was one. ESPN used to have a wrestling called Ultra. Nah, <laughs> yo, I, I know what you're talking about though. I don't remember it, but I know what it you're was talking like about. something from Texas, mm. and their main wrestler was this dude that would wear a bow tie and no shirt. He was the Bachelor. <laughs> what? That was their main wrestler, and I, and I would, it, that shit would give at four thirty. <laughs> it would give at four thirty, and I'll go. No, no, in the afternoon. Oh, I was about to say that might be a different channel you watching. Nah, 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 I don't know. Nah. Yeah, that, that was his shit. He, he had a little bow tie. He had no shirt on and shit. Nigga, that was their main wrestler. That was their star. That was their Hulk Hogan. Nah, That's crazy. crazy. That was their Perry Saturn. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the like, name of this episode, bro. That's their Perry Saturn. Yo, that'd be a fire rap album. <laughs> you know your wrestling company is gonna sink when your main star is Val Venus. There's no way. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Oh, Hello, lawsuit. <laughs> Man's name was The Bachelor. I nah, think. Val Venus was the man. He had Ken Shamrock's supposed sister, Ryan Shamrock. Remember that? One of the girls? Ryan's privates. Remember he made the 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 the, the, oh, the sex thing about her? Mm-hmm. Wow. Are you serious? That was Ken Shamrock's sister? Nah, it was the actress, but yeah. supposedly. <laughs> I'm from the 80s, man. So it's Val- real for me. <laughs> I believe everything, so I'm so gullible, man. No, Val- they really burnt Kane's face, dad. It's crazy. <laughs> Yo, fuck Val Venus. I'm from the 80s, man. Rick Rude. R.I.P. Rick was my man. I fucked with Rick Rude. You fat Atlantic City sweat hogs. That was his line. <laughs> yeah. he, he could be in Detroit and it was always like Atlantic City sweat hogs. It's like, yo, it's like Rick, we're in Chicago. Rick would be shitting <laughs> on If you have a bad time in Atlantic City, you'll never crazy. forget it. No, you won't. You won't. Crazy. If he was beefing with you, Vegas. he would have your bitch on his pants. Yeah. they Because he used to wear airbrush joints. Yeah. Yo, Rick was the dude, yo. Remember, um, damn, Rick was the dude. He died, and I didn't believe it. I was like, yo, Rick Rude died? That's crazy. Like, man, like he was that first bunch that started dying. Like, after Owen, a bunch of wrestlers died out of nowhere. Man, I love Rick Rude. Rick Rude and Mr. Perfect, my favorite villains from that. Perfect is actually in my, like, top 10 of all time. Him and Bret Hart had one of the mm-hmm. crazy SummerSlam 91. Yo, if you was, like, into wrestling, like, the Intercontinental belt was all the best fights. Facts. All of them. All of them. It's the work Facts. All of them. Yeah. Yo, bro, like, the workhorse shit. Bret and British Bulldog. It's the middleweights of boxing right there. Yeah, it was. Wembley. Uh, Wembley. Oh, man. I, I remember watching that the first time. I was like, yo, this is 92,000 people. Damn, I really didn't know you was this big of a fucking wrestling fan. You know what it is? Because I don't like hit him up to talk. I feel like I'm always bothering. This man does a lot, bro. He does he, a lot. These are straight business transactions. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not gonna lie. I would hate to work for the wrestling company though, because Vince will use whatever's happening in your life into your storyline. Like oh, anything. You know, I, I gotta take a um a two week leave of absence. I I just got cancer. He's like. Oh no! Wait, I thought of something better. Undertaker takes you to hell because you have cancer. Let's run it, run it now. Oh, he did that shit to Jake the Snake Roberts with the alcohol problem. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Vince. And they That's did it to um, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yep. Twice. Oh wait, what happened to Jeff? Every time he, he got his he, bitch took. <laughs> wait, wasn't it Matt? Matt got his bitch took. Oh no, Jeff. Yeah, because Jeff hooked up with supposedly Trish and somebody else. Damn, and then they took, they took all of his bitches, right? But Jeff, Jeff has alcohol problems and he got drug, drug problems. problems so yeah. they, they used it in storylines. And the same shit with um <laughs> I don't know yeah, why you said Jeff Hardy has alcohol problems. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't problems. <laughs> That's a good time. Could you, could you imagine? He just doesn't know how to party right. That's yeah. all that is. Could you imagine another sports company doing that shit like Fucking whoever J.R. Smith is playing for. Okay, here's the storyline. You drink the Henny right before LeBron passes you the ball and you forget there's three seconds. Go do it now. <laughs> they, they give him a Henny Gatorade bottle. <laughs> that wasn't Gatorade in that bottle. Oh, Have you ever not. seen a brown Gatorade before? I think that's uh, uh, I think that's Henny Michael Cole. That's uh, that's J.R. <laughs> Michael Cole. <laughs> Completely was, wrong announcement. Yo, that'd be wild. Imagine Michael Cole like voicing other sports. Well, I, I He'd always probably be a lot happier. Vince isn't yelling in his ear. He I don't know. Michael didn't he Cole do sucks. something else too? No, One of the wrestling guys ended oh, up doing Mauro Rolo. Mauro, Mauro, Mauro. Don't he do um Michael boxing? boxing yeah. Michael Cole and started UFC. working for ESPN though. Cole? Am I confusing the name? Dude with the black hair, right? Michael Cole was the skinny guy that Taz always puts in a chokehold when they would do Sundays together. Wasn't it Taz and Michael Cole on Sundays? On Heat. On yeah. Heat, right? I remember that. Yeah, he works for ESPN now. Does he? Yeah, Michael yeah. Cole? I've Michael never seen Cole. Cole on ESPN. Uh, nah, I've never seen Facts. Him. I was bugging out when I saw him there. Like, I'm going to look it up because now I feel like I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are looking at me like I'm not right. <laughs> hey. Let's not get away from the topic. It's still fuck Sari Patton. Perry Saturn. <laughs> Sari <Yeah>. Patton. <laughs> All right. Yo, the Julio juice got me drunk, man. <laughs> Sari Patton. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why you hate Perry Saturn so much? He's gay. No. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. My bad. My, all right. This is a disclaimer. I'm not homophobic, but Perry Shannon is gay. But I don't like I do not, Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish this. We're getting I, do, I do not not like him because he's gay. He just is. He's a garbage wrestler. Oh, okay. But he happens to be gay. Okay. Yeah. So the fact that he's gay doesn't add anything to the reason why you hate he's a no. garbage wrestler no he's, he's just garbage so there we go we cleaned it up yeah before. we cleaned it up so i don't want nobody like yo fucking tj squared it's a bunch of homophobes because <laughs> nah, you know we we didn't talk about this earlier we were talking about our favorite tag teams and he said billy and chuck was the shit who the fuck is billy and chuck <laughs> <laughs> who is billy and chuck oh if you hate perry sam you're gonna hate billy and chuck who the fuck is that chuck palumbo and um billy gunn Billy Gunn from the Road Dog Jesse James. So yeah, Billy Pinga. Yeah, when when DX broke up, they got a they got a second tag team, and it was an angle. Billy Gunn is gay. The angle was that him and Chuck were like they Lovers. even did a yeah. almost did a marriage angle. Yep, I and their manager was Rico. They had to cancel it, I think. Like they they were just didn't they? They were gonna have a wedding. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like they were like, nah, we gotta ask that. Yeah, but they, they weren't like it was like on some ambiguously like they weren't like flat out there. But everybody was like, yo, this is wild. And then their theme music was mad. Yeah. I got to play that shit. <laughs> you got to play it? Wow, that's Yeah, their theme music was wild. That shit is mad unnecessary. Billy and Chuck. You ever seen the movie Ready to Rumble? 
Yeah, hell yeah. My, Macho Man's in that. That <laughs> shit is so fire. Fucking David Orquette. My man was really a champion, yo. I need another Slurpee, man. This one smells like... Here goes. <laughs> this is the theme song, their tag team. <laughs> <laughs> they had merch. Definitely. <laughs> so I was in the tag team match. I've been like, tag me, tag me, tag me. <laughs> and then never tag back in. Right, who, who's your favorite tag team of all time? Good question. Uh, uh, Hardy Boys, this. hands down for me. Same. Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. Oh. Couldn't tell me nothing. I was in my room just like... Dead ass. <laughs> I really, like... That's tough. That's tough. Just say it. Billy and Chuck. Yo, it, it was not Billy and Chuck. I'm but, trying to remember, like, what tag teams I really messed with. Like, Dudley Boys? I, you know what? I didn't like the Dudley Boys. I liked, um, I, like, I liked them, but I didn't like mess with them. Edgy Dudley Christian. Boys were dope on ECW. Yeah, when it was the whole Dudley family, and it was like more to it. Spike Dudley. They had like there was like crazy. six members. Um, Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Oh. Rocko Rock. <laughs> Public Enemy was cool. Um, I used to like Legion of Doom a lot. That's another alcohol one that Vince did. Hulk. Oh yeah, they did that when he came back. They did the whole alcoholic angle. Mine's a demolition. I'm old, man. I saw them at an indie show. What? They look bad. Yo, you know, one of them is uh, Macho Man's <laughs> brother, right? Hmm? It was Axe, Smash, and then Crush came in 1990. But which one is Macho Man's brother? Maybe I got this shit fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Macho, Man, <laughs> Macho Man's brother was the, the genius. Oh, d- damn. That was Macho Man's brother. Leaping Lanny, Lan- Lanny Pofo or some shit like that. Poffin or like Poffo, 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 yeah, there we go. The genius, he was like a manager in the eighties. He yeah. used to wear the whole cap and gown and shit. That's that's the best time of wrestling in the eighties when they had like the the, the little uh... when racism was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying yo, we grew up, yo. Now they can't do none of this shit that they do back then. But back then, they angles was a little wild, yo. No, you know what I fucked with? I fucked with when they had like like when Piper at Piper's Pit, Brutus the Barber Beefcake had his barbershop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brother Love had his, like shit like that. Brother Love, Love, yeah. <laughs> Brother Love was cool. Uh, and then they had, damn, there was another one. It was the Piper's Brother Love Pit, was the McFoley? Barbershop. The barbershop, no, Brother Love was- um, That's Bru- Dude Love. Dude, Dude Love. Love. Of, yeah. Dude Love is Mick Foley's worst character, by the way. Facts. His best character, Cactus Jack, WCW version. Bang, bang. Cactus Jack. Beating Terry Funk's ass all day, every day, man. Y'all didn't fuck with Mankind, right? Mankind was dope. It was dope. dope. Mankind was cool. It was dope when they took it really seriously. When he like, when he tag team with the Rock, it got different. Rock and sock, sock, the Rock and sock. Yeah, the Rock and sock connection. Yo, yeah. you ever seen the wrestling documentary? And um, it's like mankind is in it, and he's telling his daughter, "Don't worry, nothing's gonna happen." And the Rock is like, "Nothing's gonna happen to your father." And, then- and she had to watch him be- get beat to death. Oh, you talking about the Daddy! beyond the mat? This nigga yeah. just kept hitting him with the Yo, chair in front of her. Crying in the audience, and they had to take her in the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That rock and mankind match was one of the most brutal things yeah, I ever saw. Yeah. Dog, those, that was when they were doing the fucking. Why uh, would they have her there, yo? That was probably Vince's that was idea. When they were doing real chair <laughs> shots, bro. Vince was like, "We're gonna scare your daughter." Yeah, he likes that. shit. Is your daughter here? Perfect. Remember they, the they had a match with no fans. Put her in the front. Then he battled God. Vince did. Have a- <laughs> he kept getting it with the light, man. Yeah, like- yeah, Vince had a match with he God. He gave God an entrance theme and all of that. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that in the WrestleMania? Did he- they Vince had the spotlight uh, yeah. coming to the stage <laughs> like if somebody was in it, right? Did yeah. you? Did you kind of stop watching after the Attitude Era? 
That attitude is what Stone Cold and Rock. Up until yeah. was the, up when until the Rock like was like really gone. Right until right they turned into WWE in like 04, like, 05, I right? Watch, like the, Cena era. I don't like John Cena. I like Cena. I, I stopped watching it shortly after the evolution. So when Randy, Rick, and all those guys so right about and them, Batista, yeah, yeah, yeah. shortly after that. That lines up with like college for you, right? Like around college? Nah, nigga. I went to college in like 2002. I thought evolution was like 04. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are talking about I'm bugging. <laughs> Yo, fucking Julio Juice, man. This guy's Bill Cosby nah, over there. I, I over there. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby. Sure. Nah, because I did the same thing when I when when I got to college. I started college in two thousand. When I got to college, I was just like, I didn't have time to watch wrestling, and I fell off. And then in Jersey, they had moved Raw to um, Raw had moved from USA for a couple years. It was on um, TNN, which is now mm. Spike. Yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. now it's something else now. But Raw moved to that channel for a while, and in Newark, our cable didn't have that, so I ain't have Raw for like two years. Damn. And then I fell out of like touch with it. I didn't start watching it again, like watching, watching until like oh eight. Hmm. Were you watching it when it was WWF or WWE? Well, I started with WWF. All right. Yeah, you're a real one. Yeah. And when I used to get confused when I saw the panda shirts. Yeah. Fuck and I was like, animal, the- animal niggas for suing Vince McMahon. Worldwide, what is it? Federation. Yo, fuck the animals. pandas. Fuck the pandas. <laughs> It's funny because when you watch when you watch documentaries, they always got to reference WWEs. Like, come on, bro, you know that shit was WWF. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, but they they pulled it off quick. Like when they first lost it, mm-hmm. they started selling shirts shirts that say "Get the f out." I was like, all right, I like that. <laughs> that one's good. That one's good. That was a good one. I think the commercial that got me was when Triple H pulled up in the limo, and it was like WWE. He's like, no, it's WWE. I'm like, this is the worst commercial ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Um, Alright, I gotta go Who's y'all favorite wrestler that doesn't matter whatsoever? Say that again? Like your favorite wrestler that just doesn't matter Like, uh, like I'll tell you, like for me I for some reason love Coco Beware <laughs> I don't even know who that, that is He definitely a, doesn't matter <laughs> That dude was a giant stereotype Coco Beware mm-hmm. is this little pudgy black dude That had a fucking parrot And he would have like a blonde Like high top And he would walk to the ring with the parrot And he'd be like Oh no, nah, I never seen it. <laughs> and he was tag team with um with own heart, high oh, energy. Nah, I never seen it. Nah, this is old, old. I think mine gotta be Boogeyman. Y'all remember Boogeyman? Wow. The Boogeyman. Man, he did Bro, nothing. I saw Boogeyman. He did, he did nothing. He was there for like three months. <laughs> never saw him again. Your favorite was Repo Man. Which one is Repo Man? <laughs> Remember he came in the Royal Rumble? He's like, <laughs> okay. You love Repo Man though. Bastion Booger. But you love Repo Man. <laughs> He's that's, that's, demolition. That's who it was. <laughs> when, nah. when they ended demolition, nah. one of the dudes became this repo. Nigga man. Became repo man. Yeah, I think it's a Barry Darso or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm better off saying my favorite wrestler was Brooklyn Brawler. Yo, Brooklyn Brawler, the best job ever. <laughs> Barry Horowitz, chill. Barry uh. Horowitz wins. Horowitz wins. Y'all a little young for that one. So Barry Horowitz is probably the first job to ever win a match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when he won his match, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Nigga used to pat his back. I remember that. Who's your favorite? That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter? Shit. Santino? Yo, I was I thinking Santino. I like Shit Santino. Is, is that like I stopped after a while. So like I don't even try to think who in the Attitude Era was like. I don't know. X Pac, I guess? Nah, X Pac is a matter. X Pac matters. He's X Pac matters. He was to part who? of DX. But to who? X Pac was fucking China, man. That's a dude. X Pac's a Hall of Famer. Twice. 
You know who I never got? That guy, yes, the yes man, Brian Daniel Bryan or some shit. Oh, that's my man. Oh, that's his favorite wrestler. I never, un- I never understood Kurt. him though. I've, but what? I've only seen the beginning of his Which career. Which is hilarious to me because I didn't get to see the fruition. As positive as you are, like. I just I just thought they were letting him win because he was positive. Yo, you know who you look like? You're Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. You look like a Spanish version of Danny McBride. Who's Danny McBride? Now I got to look at that. Oh, Kenny oh Powers. the actor, right? Bro, he's the best comedic actor right now. Kenny that's, Powers. That's, yeah. a, that's a compliment. I'll take that. Good looks, bro. Yo, let's switch topics. This is the end. It's the greatest comedy of all time. This is the end? Greatest. You think so? Wow. Like comedy movie? This, all right, I know we're on the podcast, as you guys podcast, but this is non-debatable. This is the <laughs> end, this is the end is the greatest comedy movie of all time. What about Tropic Thunder? This is the end <laughs> is the greatest. More than Coming to America? You want to take it there? Yes. Because Coming to America is my favorite. I love Coming to America. Love Pause. To America. I, I feel like I was supposed to say pause after that. I love oh, coming yeah. to America. It's spot on. I I, I see it. It's because of the on. hair and the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get the only fade tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should do. You should start voicing over clips of his in Spanish. I should. <laughs> Yo, that would be perfect. Like you take the scene from um, Due Date. He's like, I'm meet my boys in Chili's. Voy a saltar con mis amigos en Chili's. Voy a jugar con las pingas de Chili's. Wait. Whoa. Closing time. Oh, my bad. Wow, <laughs> that's a bold claim. This is the yeah, end. This is the end. Coming to America is great, though. Mm. Why? Why this is the end? Like, does it for you? Why you think that's the one? Well, first off, Michael Sarah's getting a BJ and while he's, sipping and, a Capri Sun, and he's getting his ass ate at the that same too. time. That was pretty good. That shit was crazy. Backstreet Boys, Sippy Cup, want some? <laughs> <laughs> the movie. The movie has too many quotables. So, all right, Danny McBride, for example. He's just a dickhead. Whoever's a dickhead in the movie is funny to me. Is the apoc- is apoc- is the post apocalyptic, and the nigga finds their stash, and he just makes the biggest breakfast for himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's some funny shit. And then he's like pouring the water on himself. He's not even drinking the water. He's pouring the water on himself. Yeah. Then he's doing like the little bird thing over the. <laughs> he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. And then like the scene with him, James Franco's a piece of shit. But that scene with Franco and him, the whole. Who has I'll come legs. wherever I want to. Yeah, that I'll one. come over this fucking house, Franco. You're jerking your dick like a goddamn pilgrim. You could have iPods <laughs> in the wall. <laughs> That's funny shit. You could afford a Green Goblin. <laughs> and then the scene when they have Emma Watson, and then they're talking about rape, and then yo, it's just so it's it's too many funny scenes. I gotta rewatch it. I, I got it's a good one. I haven't seen that shit in a while, uh-huh. but. Now my biggest you, regret is not watching that in the theaters and watching it high. I saw it in the theaters. That Damn, shit was pretty that good. That shit was mad funny in the theaters. Everybody was laughing. I saw it like a group of yeah. friends. It was yeah, a pretty we good were experience. All just like, ah! Pineapple Express, another great one. I, I see a pattern here. I like here. Pineapple Express. I see a pattern here. What's the pattern? Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Is that like your favorite comedic act? Well, you did say best. Of, of, not of all time, but modern day right now, yeah. Mm. I think... Um, Aside from, I mean, Eastbound and Down was fucking hilarious. Oh, that shit was hilarious. Hilarious. That shit um, was hilarious. Aside from so fucking big scenes, <laughs> I really fuck with um, the other guys. 
What's oh, uh, Will Ferrell and yeah, Mark Wahlberg were they cops? The more I started saying that, the more I liked it too. That movie is crazy. Like when in the beginning, Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock killed themselves because they couldn't catch no him right. That was <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I gotta watch that. Oh, that movie is crazy. <laughs> it's was, just yo, it's so yo, stupid. Yo, put your big boy pants on. Yo, Will Ferrell, his backstory. He's like an accountant, but in his backstory, he used to be a pimp in college, and they just show it. And he's like one point, his wife is Ava Mendez, and he be down on her shit. And she comes up and she's like, she's pregnant. She's like, get this bitch, you better be putting it on the Jimmy Cap. I was like, yo, what the fuck? It's crazy. Now I'm watching that one tomorrow. Yeah, that, that one's crazy. It's one of those ones that like, I feel like, because Will had a nice little run and then the movies got a little whack. Yeah. That's like the one that was like, yeah, Will's back. Like it felt like Will was back. He wasn't he wasn't playing the same character, but he was playing the same type of characters. That makes sense. Yeah. You know when I, I felt like he fell off with, um, I don't really like the basketball one. Oh yeah, that shit sucks. I saw that in the theater. What, I was Woody, like, this Woody Harrelson and Andre. Yeah. Oh, you were you were a fucking fuck. What the fuck is the name of that shit? Semi pro. Semi pro. Yeah, I didn't really fuck with him. I, I like the song that he did. Love me sexy. Let me ask y'all: Anchorman one or Anchorman two? One. One. Damn, but like not two. the first watch. It took me a while to get Anchorman yeah. two for me. Anchorman uh, two is funny, but like Anchorman one is one of those like I think Ang- no, the first more. time you watch it, it don't hit. Yeah. It, it hits the second time. I feel like Anchorman Two gave you gave you more of the shit that people said that they liked about it. Like you got like yeah. when they that big ass fight in the park where they just kept introducing all the fucking Drake was channel. in that shit, right? Yeah, Drake was in it in the beginning. That yeah, shit was that, bad. That, Kanye, Kanye was in. That's it. right. Will Smith. That one is good. That one is good. It, it, fucking Super Bad is amazing too. Classic. Step Brothers. Step Brothers is really good. Step Brothers, I appreciated more after the fact. Like when he, when he put his nuts on his drums. <laughs> Yo, that's put your nuts on your drums. That's an Oscar-winning scene. <laughs> that's hilarious. This shit is crazy. Yeah, Yo. you know who's one of my favorite funny actors, but he's not really a comedic actor, but he kind of is. Owen Wilson. Owen is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I like and his brother on the low is hilarious too. Luke. Luke is funny because Luke, Luke. Um, I have a funny story. I'm, I'm not gonna about Luke, it, but I have a funny story about Luke Wilson. I always thought Luke was funny, like uh, old school. Oh man, old school's a good one. I saw that movie with my pops, like on one of those random shits where you just walk up by a movie theater and they're like, "Yo, you want to see a movie for free?" We're like, "Sure." So we walked in. Yo, we were fucking rolling. Yo, the DVD. If you put your fingers in between the thing, it completes Will Ferrell's butt from streaking in the quad. For real? I noticed that by mistake. I pulled the. D- <laughs> I was putting the. D- <laughs> I was watching the movie and I was about to put the DVD in and I had the shit in my finger and I was like, nigga, <laughs> there's a butt on my hand. <laughs> like, that's clever. We're going streaking. I love the movie Zoolander. Funny. Not part two, but the first one. The first one's funny. Yeah. First one. Part yeah. two was like, all right. That's what made me fuck with Owen Wilson, that movie. Him yeah. playing Hansel. Fucking Hansel. He's so hot right now. <laughs> Now, when he wins the male model of the year and he does that montage, he was like, um, this thing, another big influence. Never listened to his music much, but yeah. I was always, I was, I was, I was different as a kid. I was always more concerned out of what, what Bark was made out of. <laughs> like, he's just funny. He was good in um, Wedding Crashes, too. Oh, he was yeah. excellent. Hey, Wedding Crashes is a classic, too. What was your Luke story? Luke? All right, so I was at my uncle's uh, premiere. My uncle's Eddie Murphy, guys. It's not a name drop, but it's the context of the story. And my uncle did a movie with Owen Wilson called I Spy, and I never knew who Luke Wilson was. So I went to college in L.A., and I was dating. I wasn't. All right, I'm lying. 
<laughs> I wasn't dating this girl. Her name is Carly Kemp. She's from Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. If Carly, if you have any <laughs> her social security number is. <laughs> All right, so nah, I took her as my date, but she was like my homegirl. Mm-hmm. And so with movie premieres, it's like a signed seating. And so basically, uh, we was waiting for my uncle and my cousins and my aunt to come and sit down because it was in our row. And so all of a sudden, I see like uh, Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I see all these white people, all these famous white people. And I said this comment like, these people must be here for Owen Wilson because my uncle doesn't hang around white people. And Luke Wilson <laughs> turns around. And he gives me the look of death, but I didn't know it was Luke Wilson. So Carly, <laughs> this is a real story. So Carly, Carly's like, that's Luke Wilson. I was like, I don't know who Luke Wilson is. But mind you, he's right in front of me. So even as I'm whispering, he's hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> but then after that, I started watching movies and he played like he's always like the boyfriend in every Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like like Uma Thurman, he's that, and Home Fries, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. the he he was basically the 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 guy that shouldn't be getting the hot girl in every movie. For a while. After that, it wasn't a movie. I seen that. I didn't not see him. I knew who he was after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking. That's crazy. Away. He my, probably my, went my home and cried. not a racist, but that was my my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's crazy. You made Luke Wilson cry. I didn't even he know Luke Wilson cry. could cry. I mean, he cried in the car. Yeah, he cried in the car. He's he like, cried in the car. I always thought Eddie liked me. <laughs> fucking right. fucking nigger. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, all right, I hope you didn't say that. <laughs> no, not either. I think oh, I don't, I don't oh by the way, Carly was white, so he might have said that. Oh. <laughs> He's like black guy, white Yo. girl, movie premiere. Yeah. You know what's so funny? That's crazy. Me and my girl restarted rewatching the Boondocks. Yeah. Boondocks hilarious. It 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 it, it doesn't cease to amaze me. How funny Uncle Ruckus is. Uncle Ruckus is hilarious. Uncle bro. Ruckus, that's the kind of like any other shit that he says, if a person really said it to me, I couldn't even get mad because it's so outlandish that you just have to laugh at it. That fucking song that he sings at the banquet, don't, don't trust, trust, trust them no new niggas. Niggas <laughs> yo, he, yo, he was saying some shit. Like, I'm listening, we're watching a show and we're just like, yo, this is wild. This is absolutely wild, yo. And Good. talking about movies, actually, um, so last night, me and just watched Waiting. Yeah. We haven't watched that in a while. Fuck is Waiting. The movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds, where it's, uh, uh, they work at a restaurant. It was a comedy? It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They work at a restaurant. Yeah, and Andy Milonakis in it? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, he's like, oopsies. Louis, Louis Guzman. Yeah, Louis Guzman. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> they playing the game with the nuts and shit. They're like freestyling by the dumpster. In yeah. The back. Yeah. But Dane Cook did one of the most, like, I'm he's surprised. In that movie? Yeah, he's, he's the cook. Dang Cook is the cook. He's the cook. Damn. But he did a bit in that movie that I don't know why he didn't get canceled for. Which one was it? So Justin Long, he's in the movie too, right? And Justin Long in, you know, if, if anybody never watched Waiting, um, basically part of the plot is that the manager asked Justin Long if he wants to be the assistant manager and everybody starts treating him a little weird for a little bit because yeah. they thought he was going to become a manager. So he goes back and asks Dane Cook for some blue cheese. Oh. And he gives him the blue cheese and Dane Cook was like, you want anything else, Massa? You want anything else? And then the oh. other guy fake beat him with a whip. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dane, Dane Cook said that? Dane Cook did that. Uh, we about to beat his ass, bro. We get, we go get him <laughs> recanceled, bro. That's it. Yeah, I was just like, re- yeah, he got canceled, right. right? Yeah, he's gotten canceled before. Yeah, yeah we need to recancel. Like, I, I'm, I'm 100 sure he freestyled that line. So, so I have a Dane Cook story. Oh, but shit. no, 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 wait, wait, nah. But I, I never met him in real life. So my uh, this girl I was dating, I was talking to her. Where's she from? I mean, you told us last one was from Arizona. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, San Francisco. That's <laughs> <laughs> for real. She's from San Francisco. Damn, she's on. She's on. Damn, she's on. Listen to this shit too. <laughs> yeah, you guys are assholes. Why the fuck you? Have to <laughs> You didn't even say a name. Yeah, I mean, you didn't say the name. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, I dated one girl in San Francisco. <laughs> that yeah, she knows like of. That, he's, he's talking about me. Keep it like that, bro. Well, now she knows that. It could have been 15 for her. Damn. Nah, so look. So so, so she told me that Dane Cook and Carlos Mancia are joke stealers. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I got so offended by that that I literally went to Dane Cook's Instagram and I'm writing them hate comments. <laughs> Yo, and, and he's dating, and he's dating like an eighteen-year-old girl, like yeah, some young a, girl. Yeah, he's a weirdo. I was like, yo, you piece of shit, you not. You're like, yo, I wanted him to interact with me. That's that's my Dane Cook story. I just like, <laughs> wanted him to interact with me. <laughs> interact with the hate, asshole. I just berated him, and I don't even think he saw it. But yeah, he saw it. He saw it. He saw it. He saw it. He listens. He he's gonna. He had a moment, down. and then the joke still insane came up, and I really that, that actually threw hurt him. him. That off hurt him. hard body. That, that killed any momentum he had. Once that shit came mm-hmm. out, it was a wrap. He sold that, out like Madison Square Garden like four or five times, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he's not funny, which was crazy to me. That was the biggest joke. How was a comedian selling out the garden that's not funny? Well, he had his moments. I think it, I think it's really just he was very animated. Yeah, Wild yeah. Animated. when you animated, I think you really can like. I think, I think he appealed to it. a certain audience. It was definitely like frat humor. Yeah, forget yeah. about it. It was really big frat humor, like drunk that, white that, boy humor. Yeah, that shocker shit. The fucking and none of us are white, and none of us were in frat, so we don't relate yeah, to that shit. I was not watching, but you got NYU, you got Columbia, you got all these universities yeah. here. Yeah, you're gonna fucking that shit up, up. bro. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a B and E. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about bacon and eggs. No, no, no. A breaking and entry, like all right. Oh man, I get it, I get it. And no, no, the first, the one that he did, uh, it was fucking. He's standing in the middle because they had the, the one that I watched. He's like in the middle of the crowd. Yeah. Like imagine, like remember, um, Gerard, uh, what's his name? Carmichael. Yeah, his joint that he did on HBO where he's just in the middle of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Imagine that in a stadium. Yeah. And that was Dane Cook special. And I was yeah. like, this many people came to see this motherfucker? This is crazy. That shit was sold out, bro. Yeah. How, how do y'all feel about Gerard Carmichael? Uh, I like him. I like him. I think he's cool. I, I thought in the beginning I, I really enjoyed it. And then along the way, I don't know what it was. I just started falling off. His, his delivery is so slow. Yeah, I, I think that's that what it was. It, it takes a while to like build. Yeah. I, I want to like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do like him, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. I feel like he's one of those guys that, like, you, you know how, like, there's dope rappers and there's dope writers mm-hmm. that shouldn't be rapping? Mm. He might be in that class. Like, maybe if Gerard would write for somebody, mm. it'll be, like, some amazing shit. And then maybe, because he just doesn't, like, his delivery doesn't, like, always translate too well. He's, yeah. too, he's too deadpan. Too deadpan. Damn. That's yeah, spot yeah, on. That's, that's what it is. Oh, speaking of um, writers, rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Yes, rest yes. in peace, Paul Mooney. Yeah. One of the goats. Yeah, a lot of people don't know he wrote for. Um, he wrote for so oh, many. I think everybody people. knows that now. Well, now, now, yeah, now, but before, now. like, you would bring it up and they'd be like, "Wait, what?" And you're like, "Yeah, yo, Paul." Well, because you know, prior is in so much of the goat conversation. Yeah. People like, and now people get weird about that shit. Like, oh, but he had a writer. I'm like okay, they all do. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Th- I, I look at comedy like this. Like anybody that big isn't sitting in this house writing everything. I feel like anybody when you get to a certain level, you don't have the time to just 100%. write everything. You have to have some type of a team to help you get your thoughts out. Mm-hmm. Like I don't down Kevin Hart for having that writing crew. I don't. Kevin Hart does a ninety million movies a year. This motherfucker is selling flabletics or Kevin, fabletics. Kevin or Hart's not that funny though. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> But what I'm saying is, you know what I mean? Like so he what has I'm to have to say is his writers aren't aren't doing a good job. 
Oh shit! I didn't want to say that. Damn, damn. Kevin, you know it's funny. I'm gonna end up at like a Rock Nation brunch, like sitting next to him. (laughs) Yo, damn, this is gonna come back. Yo, Kevin Hart is the fucking man. Listen, Christoph. <laughs> we'll edit it. We'll edit that shit out. Please do. Listen, Christoph. Listen. Listen. Yo, you want to know something so crazy? My dad wrote his first movie he was in. It was on Rockefeller Films called Paper Soldiers. Oh, yes. So it was a guy from where I'm from in Englewood, New Jersey, a guy named Vaughn Sims, I believe his name is. They were doing these home invasions. Yeah. And it, it was called like the 007 crew. Cause what they 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 were they remember the old quarterback from uh from the giant Phil Sims yes they, they were breaking into his house they were breaking into Englewood Cliffs all these houses and what happened is they had these these elaborate cars so like let's say the cops came after them mm-hmm. you could hit you could hit a button and like a smoke screen blurred out the uh the uh oh, this was like a whole thing yeah like license plate hit another button the car flips hit another thing oil spills like some real 007 oh, shit. shit but basically that guy his name is Vaughn. He uh he sold this he sold his story to Dame Dash and Dame Dash turned into a comedy Man. and the person was and, Kevin Hart. Was like, I remember wow. Paper Planes. Paper Planes was one of those joints that like, Paper Soldiers. Paper Soldiers, yeah. Paper Planes like, is the hat. That's the hat. Say <laughs> <laughs> Rock Nation, you automatically pay. And, and no, but it's a hat that got nothing to do with Dame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Um that was one of those joints that if you saw it, it's cause somebody let you hold a disc. Cause a lot of people didn't like you couldn't just like we were sharing that disc around. Cause I remember that came out around the time I was in college. I remember we were just sharing that around. Mm. You might get it from like the bootleg lady or somebody, and like you share it around. Talking about stuff, yo. Like I never got to like oh clearly because I never met your pops. Mm-hmm. But I've and these guys know this. Mm-hmm. I will and being that you're his son, I feel like I, I want to tell you like I'm telling him. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope people realize that. If your pops don't come through for Chappelle, we're not even talking about Chappelle right now. And I know you don't have to agree with this, but this is my feelings on that. And I've oh, I've felt like this since 2005. I'm like, Damn. without your pops, I don't think we're even talking about Chappelle right now. Damn. And I, I mean that with all my heart. He said it before. On like I've said it on the podcast episodes. before. Yeah. I said it on the podcast before. Because it's yeah. like, if you look at the timeline of everything, and it's just like... Those skits that your pops was a part of was just like, what the fuck? I was on the Prince basketball skit. Nah, yeah. really? Yeah, for real. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to look for you. <laughs> oh, wait, who did you play in the skit? He was in the background. I was a part of the Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> that's you said in the funny pics. Yo. yo, you can really see me. The scene where Dave Chappelle, well, Prince, <laughs> yeah. is on the couch with the lollipop, and he's like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm right by I have black leather pants A black belly shirt See-through And a curly black wig That's so hilarious If you own the ship Well it's on Netflix Yeah you go watch that shit nah, It's still on Netflix No they took it nah, down they, 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 they put it back Netflix put the deal him his, They gave him his shit back Yeah so But I no, no 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 I, I could agree with that To a certain degree Because Before the Chappelle show Dave only had like he only had like uh like 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 these little roles in movies and shit like that, yeah. like Blue Streak or oh, Nutty yeah. Professor. Mm-hmm. He had Half Bake, which was a mm-hmm. cult classic, but Chappelle's show and my father being his Scotty Pippen to his Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like like all right, so I could agree with you. Michael doesn't win those rings without Scotty. No, he doesn't. He so doesn't. it's Michael's team, but Scotty's but the one that helped yes. anchor it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Scotty was the it's, one with the assist. It's called the Dave Chappelle, sh- the Chappelle Show. Exactly. But my pops. All right. Yeah, that, that's nah, kind of nah, nah. what I mean by it. Oh, not yeah, to say yeah, that yeah, like yeah, he's more yeah. important than shit, but what I'm saying is, 
without that i don't even think we're talking about this shit no more like because yo like honestly I, like after <clears throat> after that first one what was, like what was the first the prince was the first one he did um the rick james bitch the rick J- yeah rick yes. james. bro let me tell you something that was the first thing in my opinion to ever go viral like the definition of viral was i'm rick james bitch. everybody was talking because about that shit I was and, in college and and on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was like one of the first things that, that everybody was and, doing. Uh, SNL's uh, pause, uh, Dick in a Box with Andy Samberg yes. and uh, Justin yes. Timberlake. But that mm-hmm. was a little bit later, I think. The Dick in a Box. I think that was a little it's later. It's a Dick in a Box. Because I think, <laughs> but like I remember when Rick James bitch came. Yo, you couldn't go anywhere, bro. They were selling T-shirts of I'm Rick James bitch in Walmart. Bro, I saw this That's dude why. give his girl five fingers to the face. <laughs> like, oh shit. Like jokingly, but I'm like, yo, this is like it. it it was such a huge moment and it's like okay man i see dave get all this love and sometimes i feel i get like angry because i'm like bro y'all missing half the story here <laughs> like i get a little and it's not you know because i know how the world works and everything because yeah. we all do comedy and everybody loves dave and it's not to take nothing away from him but it's kind of like we have a little bit of revisionist history going on with some people because they don't realize how big these moments were directly around those stories yeah so it's like because and then you know season three will show you like it's a, it's a different thing 100 like, those stories are just crazy and th- those are all true right yeah 100 percent. insane well bro. the thing is the reason why my dad was able to get that access is because when he was in the navy his little brother monko eddie became like a star on snl yeah mm-hmm. so just imagine like you being the older brother and you being away like just doing your your, your duties your services and yeah. then your little brother that's why in that scene like uh what you call it monko eddie said when he was a kid he used to be like i'm gonna be on tv one day and they used to just laugh at him because it was unfathomable unfat- yeah that's the word and they were wrong you know what i'm saying and he, was like, he was like so 18 wrong. years old yeah. so when when my uncle wrote the letter to the Navy and was like, yo, my brother Charlie is going to work security. So my father got a chance to work with my uncle as security, quote unquote. Yeah. But his brother was the biggest star in the world. Yeah. That's so crazy. And success happened to my uncle so early that what, what, what happened was even with the Rick James shit he was a fan to all these people mm-hmm. so it's like yo i'm i'm chilling with the people I, I love rick james yeah, yeah. that's even how like um party all the time came mm-hmm. about rick james is from the ghetto in buffalo what he did was he he built a, a crazy mansion there my uncle and my dad went to visit him they got snowed in for five days you snowed in that rick james mansion in buffalo for five days rick james is a musician he's he a singer music. a writer a producer and a, and a ranger and he and Eddie Murphy was just so big. My uncle was so big that he was like, "I'm gonna make you a hit." I mean, that's all. That's all was a hit. It was a hit. Diamonds yeah. on your fingers. <laughs> but that my dad, but my dad got to witness firsthand. Cause think about it, bro. When you security, you quiet. You're, you're the fly mm-hmm. on the wall. You're observant. Yeah. So when his brother's with Rick James and shit like that, my father's just observing. He's sponge mode when he's with Prince mm-hmm. and all that shit. And that's why them stories. So them same stories that Chappelle heard, I hold those stories. My, I heard those stories my whole life. That's so crazy. It's just that it, 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 it became normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I would imagine. Yeah. So, so with Chappelle, when he heard them over lunch, he spit out his food and was like, nigga, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's and, crazy. And Chappelle had the platform to make yeah. it you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what, like those those but my dad doesn't become who he is without that experience through his brother. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean everything, I mean I feel like if if his brother was just is. a regular black dude, a regular black actor in the 80s, nah. nobody cares. Yeah. Monko Eddie is the second highest grossing movie star fuck race of the 80s 
the first is Harrison Ford because he had Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Exactly. Mm. But for Eddie Murphy, a black guy from Brooklyn, to come out of nowhere and yeah. I think what? I think he was the most famous person in the eighties. Uh, up there, he's up there Eddie, with Michael. Hands down. He's yeah. up there with Michael. Hands down. Michael in the eighties. Michael oh, Jackson. I mean, yeah. Oh, I thought you, okay, okay. In terms of popularity, when you think of eighties movies, you think Eddie Murphy. You think. Uh, yeah. You don't even think Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford got that money off of those big movies, but you don't even think Harrison Ford. You literally think Eddie. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like numbers wise, is Harrison, but second is my uncle in popularity. And you got to think like not only movies, you got Raw. Yeah, Yeah. you got fucking. He had a crazy run, and it extended into the '90s too. Like Eddie, Eddie's run was and like most people don't have a five year run. Eddie, when when Eddie's run was almost over, he hit us over the head with Doctor Doolittle, mm-hmm. and then gave us three of them. He hit us over the yep. head with Nutty Professor and gave us a couple of those. It's yep. like, yo, your pops was in C before too, right? Yeah, MC Gusto. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first thing my pops ever did, and people don't notice, was that show Webster. He played the pizza delivery man. Wow, <laughs> it's, a, it's a cameo. I used to watch Webster too. Mm-hmm. I feel like I like like if I would have known who he was, I'd have noticed him because it's hard to miss your pop smile. <laughs> like 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 the the big white teeth and mm-hmm. shit like that because I like one of the memories I have of watching C before is when if he's on screen you see him you're like but that's that's crazy yo. it's a I always want I like I had you could tell those stories were true because of it it felt so organically funny yeah like you know how some shit like you write a funny scene and it's funny but there's like certain like a real life experience that that's funny hits so much harder because you can tell because like the people in the story. Like, if you know, like, what makes these stories hit is everybody knows Rick James was a wild boy. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Prince was this quiet dude. Mm-hmm. So, like, you put all these stories together and you're like, yo, this is crazy. This is yes. 100% crazy. And then it comes back to my uncle. It's, he was, he was, he, because of my uncle's superstardom, he was, he, he, he was able to be in those rooms. That's fire, man. So, but, my father's right there next to him. Yeah. Your pops is good with the details, though. That's what really carried that story. Storytelling. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah. It's storytelling sure. with the details, bro. Like, Talking about the ring when he was fighting with um this bro Unity. details, <laughs> Unity. or even the, like the ad libs like wrong, <laughs> like mm-hmm. yo, yo, that, yes, not, yeah nah. I just felt like I had to say that because I've said it on the podcast before and I can't say it to him, but I could tell you because yeah, I nah. felt like somebody like I, I just I felt like you got to give everybody like like even when I look at like music right when Jay Z's gone, we're not gonna talk about Dame, and I feel like that's a, that's so wrong. Dame, Dame Dash. He's a but part you, of the you, story. He's he's a major part of the story. He's a big part of the story. Because you not don't a get big part. You think it's a big part? Yes. Yeah. I'm part. a Brooklyn head, so I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, unfathomably give Jay Z <laughs> all the credit. You but know I know I'm wrong though. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> but, but I know Jay Z says it on that song, "Mama, Mama Love Me," the last song on Blueprint. That song. Clock, clock sought me out. Dame believed. That's yeah. It. That's true. If Dame didn't believe, he's just the nigga that's in Brooklyn that's nice rapping. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's, that's I mean, true. you could go to Brooklyn right now and find the next Jay Z, but he don't got a Dame to help push that into. I mean, that Jay gets his work. Jay did the work. Yeah. You can't take that away and, from him. And Jay Z says that on on uh, what's the what's the documentary? Uh, uh, fuck. The backstage one. Yeah. The, the when, tour one, right? Yeah. And then J Cole used it as a, as a, as an intro. He was like, "Is is some is a nigga in the middle of America right now rapping, reading the back of a cereal box? He's better than me. I'm gonna find him and sign him." Yeah. So we all need that person. So so yeah, Jay's not Jay without Dame. No. And, and neither is Kanye. 
Yeah. Because Jay didn't want Kanye to rap. And yep. Dame was like, nah, nigga, you rapping. Yeah. Yeah. Dame was with the shits on that one? I thought Dame wasn't with the shits on that one. No, no. Dame, Dame was him. the one that believed him. Jay oh, wow. wasn't with it. Yeah, Jay didn't believe him. That's how come they always had this. Right. Jay and Kanye have a, like a, they look like they're tight, but they have this like, that Big Brother song is the realest shit Kanye ever wrote. Because that's literally how that situation, like from the outside looking in, that's mm-hmm. how it comes off. I'm the type of dude that'll be like, yo, if it wasn't for Brooklyn, though, there'd be no Dame. That's what I'm <laughs> but it I know I'm wrong, Brooklyn, because <laughs> it's all about Brooklyn. Yeah, because people always tell stories, and like the final boss is always a story. Like, like for instance, like in in 50 years from now, well, not let me not say 50 years from now. Hopefully, I'm still here. But like in like 20 years from now, when we're listening to the oldie station and motherfucking um the motto comes on, then you be like, yo, that Drake guy, he was amazing. He was so amazing. Can't believe the world gave him this, and you're like, and they're like, yo, but what about Wayne? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just gonna forget Wayne gave him that alley oop. That know is what I mean? true. Like, mm-hmm. like people always look at the the because Drake un- undoubtedly, I don't care what nobody said, Drake is the biggest star in rap scene in the last like fifteen years. Like Wayne was big, but Wayne ain't Drake big. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, nah. But I mean, people are gonna forget that. Yeah, once Wayne got locked up, Drake took the ball. Drake took the ball and played keep away for ten years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and it's funny. I went to the. Yeah. I was at the concert that Wayne went to jail for. Oh wow! Damn, yeah. when he got the guns and what shit. Was it Summer Jam? Yeah. Was yeah. it because uh, of you? Nah, it was at it was at um like Irving Plaza, I think. One of them shit. Facts. Nah, it was at matter of fact, it was on. Oh my god, it was at Beacon Theater. Are you serious? On the Upper West Side, it was Beacon Theater. Why would he bring guns to the Upper West Side? That's nah, so he got tight because they. <laughs> I don't know, but he got tight because he even came on stage and said that shit. Like you know, Wayne gets on stage. He's like, first off, I just want to say fuck you to the security because it's my bag. You don't got to check my bag. Da, 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 da. Wait, no, that's the edited version. Is it? Yeah, because the original version was like, first of all, I want to say to fuck you to that doorman. His name Julio. Oh my God. Wow, you the man, reason. Man. Wait, you the reason. That is not me. Don't fucking put that shit on me. Why did you do possible? that? You, you nah. the reason why Wayne got the blicky. Nah, don't do that. Why did you do that? Blicky. Nah, don't do that. Why did you, you do You gave that? us Drake. Nah. You're welcome. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that shit was great. That was a good show, though. That was a fun show. That was good. That's fire. Wayne means so much to people a little younger than me. Well, that's because Wayne's run was like crazy. Yeah. When I was in college, Wayne Wayne's run was like, whoa. That dude was on every fucking song, every feature. The yeah, mad yeah. remixes. So many remixes. And every verse he had, everybody was like. But yo, but if it wasn't for DJ Drama putting him on the mixtapes. Nah, Wayne was on the mm-hmm. thing. Nah. nah, Wayne was the man. I know that. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne was always on the cusp of blowing up. Like, uh, I remember when Bling Bling came out. And there was two people that you always noticed. You was like, okay. Wayne, because he was the youngin' at the time, Wayne yeah. my age, and um, you couldn't not notice Juvenile. Juvie. You couldn't, you couldn't, because like nobody sounded like that. Like when High came on in the radio, I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And after a while, then you let me man, you think your body clean, huh? Like, if you think about fuck? it, if you think about it, Juvenile, it was like the first Future effect. Like if you listen to enough Future, you could decipher what he's saying. I, mm. You listen to enough Juvie, you end up understanding what he's saying. I don't think anybody ever listened to enough Juvie. Well, then they they not. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't know anybody can name more than two Juvie songs. And I live it right. Juvenile Four Hundred Degrees is the reason Cash Money that put Cash mm-hmm. Money on the map, and the remix had Jay Z on it. Yeah, and that was the first time a New York artist uh, rocked with a Southern rapper. And it was on the radio. Yeah. They was like, "Yo, Jay gave him that great look." I was like, "Nah, that was actually a look for Jay." <laughs> Like if you think about it, that was a look yeah. for Jay because yeah. Ha was already psh, taking off like hotcakes. 
You know what Jay did at that time? That was like um, when Drake put himself on Tuesdays. Yeah. It was like, oh, the Makona song is popping, but not, 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 not Drake is on it. <laughs> it's a whole other thing, and it's kind of like yeah. that. But it's always somebody in the background or somebody that was around the story that people always seem to forget because they forget. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want to, like, like, people always look at, like, because when people get so popular, they get these now, especially now, they get um the hives. Like you don't pop off and now there's a Julio hive. Yeah. And then now, doesn't matter what happened in your past, those people will never give anybody but props but you because people are so just like crazy, insane fans. And that's how it be. And then I think to go back to what we were talking about, um, Chappelle has a hive right now. Mm. Hell yeah. He has a crazy hive right now. He's, and he, he, he's the greatest stand up, in my opinion, comedian. That's a tough one for me because. He's so funny that it's unfair. Put it like that. Yeah, he's definitely in that class of so funny that it's unfair. But it's mm-hmm. a tough one for me because the goat is such a hard, because errors are so different in comedy. And um, I grew up like my mom shouldn't have let me watch this, but I was watching Carlin. And that completely shaped my philosophy on life. Like, I think like George Carlin sometimes because my mom fucked up and let me watch George my Carlin. My dad had a painting of him in the crib. Of right, Carlin? Right, right where you come in through the garage and to open the door and right when you enter the staircase. Yeah, George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. Carlin was something else, man. We had George Carlin, Beverly Hills Cop, Mo Better Blues, and then it was random. It's funny. A, a picture of Grace Jones. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's some random shit. <laughs> I mean, but George Carlin was right there at the bottom of the steps. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of older heads they recognize Carlin. I don't think, I don't think younger heads recognize Carlin because it's not like his stuff is always on. You know, Dave is around. You know what I mean? Like Carlin passed what? I mean, like you said, it's, it's errors and shit like yeah. that. Like seventies, prior eighties, unk, nineties, Chris Rock. Yeah. Oh, Chris. Chris is my favorite. Chris, he used to be them. Dave blew him out the water. Yeah. That's a tough one for me. Nah. <laughs> let's, nah, let's let's debate that one. Nah, I don't think there's a debate. It's all subjective. I just I love Chris Rock, man. I love the way he thinks. I like Chris because he can make you laugh different ways. Yeah. The facial expressions, the voice, and the actual joke. Mm-hmm. And then I remember reading like he, he doesn't watch the news. What he does for his stand up is every city touched down and he reads the paper. So he's he's doing what Chappelle's doing. He's giving his Smart. take on daily events. Yeah. But Chappelle does it a little bit better, a little bit smarter. He's just better, bro. You know what I'm saying? What'd you think of um, Chappelle's like last stuff that he's been dropping on Netflix? What's the last one you did? Sticks and Stones was Sticks the last and Stones one? or some shit. Or in no, general, did... whichever one you can remember, the ones that he's been dropping on Netflix. Well, I, I, I can tell you my favorite. I'm not going to tell you. I can't I can't reenact his my best joke from him, but my yeah. favorite joke from him is the Anthony Bourdain, easily. No, not not telling me, like, what's your favorite joke. I'm saying, what's your opinion on them? Like, in, like in the stand-ups? Like his comeback stand-ups. I love them all. See, I'm a little different. You know why I love them? Because to me, Dave is Dave's a puppeteer. Mm. Most and I say that because most comedians aren't comedians; they're comics. That's why, like on shows like Member BT's Comic View, they can only give you like five minutes. You can't watch an hour of those guys. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you know, it's fast food, it's microwave. Yeah, yeah. A comedians, like my pop said, we could talk about different things, and at the end, that shit all comes back around and yeah, shit yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? So what Chappelle does is before him, not even before him, but like most comedians is like, let's say this is a baseball pyramid. They run to first base, and it's like. It's like the joke. Chappelle's a puppeteer. The audience is the strings. He's like, I can make you. I, I, he's playing niggas. He's playing on your your emotions. You know what's funny about that? He actually will tell you that he's doing that. <laughs> like, no. he did that in one of the specials. That was the kicker and the pussy joke, which I don't love. But I respect. Like, it, I've, I've, I've even said that to you guys. Like, 
what I recognized what he did in that joke was like from the beginning he stood up he was like yo <laughs> I don't I got y'all so wrapped around my finger that I'm just gonna tell you the punchline now and then we'll and, you know and then at the end of it it was like ah mm-hmm. it's like but I feel like you get to a level of popularity where you could pull that off I feel like that same exact bit by somebody who's unknown doesn't work I feel like J- Dave is giving so much benefit of doubt based on who he is that that's what shapes but, everything but that's his forte that's like his superpower yeah. not every comedian or comic could do everything for example I'm not watching a Chris Tucker stand up I hate that nigga's voice I feel <laughs> Chris Tucker you is, never gave Chris Tucker no you never seen not one of his stand ups on, on deaf on deaf comedy okay. jam and I, what I was gonna say about that the fact that you said that before is perfect Chris Tucker yeah, is perfect minutes. for 10 minutes 5 10 minutes yeah yeah, he's perfect for five ten minutes. He's good. He was. Good. He had his little run, you know. The like, like not to bring up my uncle again, but my uncle is really one of the only ones that could do it all. Yeah. Whereas a TV, a movie, a stand up, a singing, a dancing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, he's an entertainer. Yeah. yeah like the only one that's really cut from that cloth, and he's not even on that cloth, and there's no disrespect is Jamie Foxx, because I'm not watching this stand up. But I, he's he got a classic though. What a I classic stand up? Yeah. What's his classic stand up? I need security. That's classic. I think so. <laughs> I think Damn. so. With the Africa bit and the story about Man. LL Cool J, I mean, I, I, that was that hit and the, the streets shit he hard. About Al Pacino, and the Al Pacino, yeah, that hit the streets hard, man. That hit the streets hard. I remember when it came He's out. He's talking about that shit like it's crack cocaine, bro. Man, because shit, I it hit the streets you know, hard. Yo, that shit had us. That shit had us hooked. Now, <laughs> well, no, because remember, um, specials hit different back in the day. Because specials 100%. would come on on Saturday night, and it was an event. You talked and, about it like yeah, it the hit, whole week. You talk about when it because now school. specials hit way they don't hit like they used to like specials specials don't feel special no more they just feel like a, a random comedy show because everybody has one and there's it feels so like many. something that people have to put out for the resume yeah it, it just feels like something that's arbitrary and like back then when the special i, w- I was working at ikea when jamie dropped that shit right mm-hmm. and i worked that sunday after that saturday and it was like rain that maybe the night that it came out and that monday that su- that sunday when i was walking to work everybody had saw it and that's all we were talking about for the, like the whole rest of the week. Like we had motherfuckers in the in the in the warehouse. Cause we had an African dude working with us. <laughs> and you, my you man Mike. Yo, no, no, no. Like Mike is an asshole. Yo, Mike <laughs> my man Mike from Elizabeth is this is <laughs> Yo, I'm like, yo, bro, you black too, yo. <laughs> Stop killing Patrick like that. But he would walk up to him like, oh, hey. That's hilarious. <laughs> but um, you know, it was like moments and shit like that. And then, um so I think that one is special because I remember the moment when that dropped. It's the same thing as like when Bring the Pain dropped. That's that was a like a one. moment. You had everybody talking about Tall Sather Man and all this other stuff. Or like when... Um, I prefer Sir. <laughs> this is so crazy. This is a crazy combo. And Dave's uh, Half Hour was a moment. Dave's Half Hour. That's my favorite thing. There's a bunch Comedy of shit. Oh, it, of course. Delirious. I'm, like, I'm, I was a shorty when that came out, but you remember... Like if anybody ice was talking cream, about man. comedy, like, <laughs> ice cream. Yeah. Like I, you had like like I, I remember I was in like, school. Some kid called me a goonie goo goo, and I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nigga, how old are you? <laughs> like, what the fuck? My mom ain't let me watch that. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, goonie goo goo. Yeah. Even the way like you hear comics talking about their specials now, they'll be like, "Oh, I just want to put it out so I can retire my material." I'm like. 
How you gonna retire somebody something nobody knows? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you just want to push it out. I don't know. But that's because now we're in that microwave era. Everything is like so fast, so fast, so yeah. fast, so fast, yeah. so fast. People be doing specials on Instagram. Like <laughs> they're like, "Yo, I'm about to go live and do my special. I'm I'm gonna wait till it fill up." Oh, yeah, on the live. <laughs> it's like three people. Oh, what's up? What's up, mom? <laughs> you in the next room? But what's up? Three people. Yo, my baby mom's in here. Yo, yeah, what up? Everybody say fuck you. And it's like three people in the garments. <laughs> nah, I mean it's it's a. No, I mean, but, this, but this is even more reason why we gotta appreciate Paul Mooney, man. Oh yeah, because he's like the comedian's comedian. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he did it with Pryor in the '70s. He did it with Unk in the '80s and shit. He was behind them, like really, like just soaking up game and really giving them game more, more, more so than anything. Like I remember reading a story about uh, you ever seen the show Good Times with yes. Jimmy J.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. At his height in the seventies, he had Dave Letter, uh, Dave Letterman, and Jay Leno in his crib, his penthouse in Beverly Hills, writing jokes from on his floor. That's crazy. He would have a crew of like five, six writers, and just paid them probably like one hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. He was writing. Obviously, they both crazy surpassed him. Yeah. But the fact is, like everybody had writers. It's all about like the company yeah. keeping shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you also got to think: Why did they surpass him? They're white. And they had late night talk shows. Yeah, they wasn't giving no black man a late night talk show. I mean, yeah. it wasn't till Arsenio you ain't get one. And Arsenio got that because he's my uncle's best friend. Yeah. And my no no seriously, my uncle was that much of a star that oh, Eddie anything had anything he did. That's why like him and Spike Lee. Damn, I'm cool with them. <laughs> yeah. Now that's why him and Spike had beef for a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Because Spike looked at it like Eddie wasn't doing enough for the I black heard community. About that. And then my uncle came to see him on Do the Right Thing set, and then it was this thing. He was like, nigga, the only reason you can make Do the Right Thing is because of me. I kicked down the doors. Mm, yeah, I saw that. It's real shit. That's a... And, they, and they're close now and shit like that, but that's a real thing. And my uncle, like, he helps a lot of people behind the scenes. Not everything is for everybody. He's the so one that, that put on Chris Rock. I seen it in the documentary where he was hanging out at the, at the strip, and mm-hmm. he was like, yo, you have nothing but white guys. I want you... I mean, he looked around, he saw Chris, he's like, put him up. Put him up. And the guy was yeah. like, "You got it, Eddie. No problem." He and said, that one night, he said, "He said, what, he said, he said, what time you on?" He said, "Now nah, I'm just stacking chairs." Mm-hmm. He said, "He's on next." Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's but crazy. him on all of them, Robert Townsend, Keaton Ivory Wayne's, um, uh, uh, yo, one? Robert Townsend is so funny, and people don't even know it, man. He don't get enough credit for how funny he is. Man, I remember when I was a kid, I saw Hollywood Shuffle the first time. Oh yeah. my god! I was like, this is a f- it's it. Hollywood Shuffle is like a cult classic, bro. Hundred percent. Because a lot of people haven't watched it. Meteor Man though. Meteor Man's good. Meteor Man's Meteor good. Man. Meteor Man's good. Meteor Man. Hollywood Shuffle. He maxed out his credit cards and and, and did mm-hmm. all that shit. That's like what they doing now. Like he said, I'm gonna put this together and make yeah. it. Like, my man was indie before indie. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I used to love that show. Oh, that show the Parenthood. The Parenthood? Who ain't want to fuck Zaria? Reagan Gomez, what up, my my girl? I'm sorry. (laughs) I had a crush on her before I met you. Your girl's about to leave you. Nah, she won't. Nah, all right, that's good. Because she knows I don't have a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all be watching that YouTube channel? They be talking about comedy news? I think that's the name of the YouTube channel, Comedy News. I didn't even know that Comedy hype? Comedy hype. That shit is. That's why I heard the story about Eddie and um Chris Rock. Yeah, no, no, Eddie and uh Spike. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's why I heard the story there. It's, they had some really good videos about it, mm-hmm. and like they make good videos, and then um, it's um, uh, they really they tend to talk about more of, like black comics, mm-hmm. Hispanic comics, because everything in the comedy community always wants to talk about white people, and it's, yeah, we need stuff like that. You man. know what's so crazy about white comics though? Like, there's the top top tier of white comics, 
and you almost know none of the other ones. That is true. Like since the the middle tier, or like, cause there's like when it comes to black and Latino comics, there's the top tier, which you got your George Lopez, your mm-hmm. your, your Gabriel Iglesias, your your Kevin Hart's, and all those people. But the middle tier for the black and Latinos is stacked. It's super stacked. I wish people would realize that shit because the middle tier for white people isn't stacked like that. That's true. We got a wild roster. We got to work harder. Yeah. Well, our our middle tier got the energy of somebody trying to make it to trying to make it to the middle tier. (laughs) Sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's also because I feel like it's a it's a relatability factor sometimes with white people. Yeah. Like like white people spend a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and they like spending money on things that they relate to. So it ends up being like you know like that's why I used to love watching Comic View. But like once I, the first time I tried comedy, I understood why Comic View was Comic View and why the comic strip live and and the seller are the seller. Yeah, it's it's, it's two very different worlds. Mm-hmm. Two very different worlds. Yeah, if you go to a show and it's not like a white audience, like I just did a show recently and um, it was in Long Island for us, this guy named Fun Size Friend, and somebody came up to me before the show was like, "Yo, I paid thirty dollars for these tickets." I don't want to hear no bullshit. You better be funny. <laughs> that, that, that's fun. that that's the first, funny. That's the first thing I said when I got up on stage. I'm like, shout out to the most brolic person here, thinking that you can press somebody into making you laugh. Huh? We about to shoot the film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a different, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a different yeah. world and shit like that. And then like, we got to realize that, man. And the thing is, we're seeing more of like everything's changing now. Like every YouTube is changing everything, Instagram is changing everything. Everybody's there's a whole. It's all different. about adapting. That's all yeah, it is. The world you is gotta like, adapt. Yeah, adapt. You ever like, thought about doing stand up? Nah, no. I like I like behind the scenes shit. <laughs> Let me ask you: Is it because you have some crazy shoes to fill? Nah, it's not that. I don't think I I don't think I'm I'm, I'm funny like that. I'm funny. Like my friends think I'm funny, but I'm not funny like that. Yeah. Like I give you a story. Like one time I'm at my uncle's house and shit like that. And I'm mad close with like all four Damon Wayne's kids. Kyrie, okay. Kyla, Damon Jr., and my boy Mike. Yeah, like contemporaries. So, yeah. So I go to, uh, my uncle lives in a place called Beverly Park. So I go to the gate and I pick up Mike Wayne's. And so he was like, I'm about to fuck your head up right now. And then I'm like, what's up? So he puts his arm around me. He was like, yo, my uncle has a $60 million crib. He's like, yo, your uncle got all that off telling jokes. And I, and I was like, damn. So we all funny, but yeah. it was like, damn, am I funny enough to own a sixty million dollar crib? I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it goes back to shit. It's tears to the shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? So like that's a whole nother level. But me, I'm, I'm I'm more like a visionary man. I like putting shit together and stuff. Like uh, my one, one of my 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 only dream as far as like television and film goes is to have a production company. Fine. I want to come up with concepts and really just. Like doing shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fine. So I look up the people like uh, uh, behind the scenes people and shit like that, bro. Yeah, that was me with rap. Like, like I produce music. And, okay. Uh, and um, I wanted to rap, and then I was like, I would be at shows, and I'd be like, man, I don't want to run for rap. I just want to make beats. Like, I don't, I don't need to be in the forefront. Like, I don't really want to be. Like, I don't want to be that. That. Yeah. Like, I just kind of like I enjoy like because I, I like. I, Outside of comedy stuff and, and I do music production and I actually professionally engineer. I love doing that That's shit. Fine. Like it's just the thing that I do. I love doing it in the background and shit like that. Cause I'm like, yo, being a rapper is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't got the energy for that. I ain't yeah. cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> like 
It's a whole nother level. It's like the tears. Like, man, like, I ain't gonna go on stage, spit bars, and expect it to look cool. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, but and I get it. I get it. There's a certain thing with rap, too. It's like, it's almost like, damn, like, what makes my life interesting that I can rap about it and yeah. people actually give a fuck? Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, fucking self doubt that comes with being a rapper to me. Yeah. That's why so many rappers fabricate their lives. Yeah. Let them tell it. Everybody's Scarface and. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, a drug yeah. runner and this, that. It's like, shut the fuck up. That's why Drake blew up. Because Drake wasn't that. Everybody, Drake had some real regular people problems when he first came out. Like, yeah. All his songs were about some regular ass shit. Like, it was to the point where older heads would hear Drake songs about, yo, this young nigga's a simp. Oh, man, he always hear crying about bitches and shit like that. Man, he couldn't, not in my world. not in, But that's his world. <laughs> this is why he blew up. And that's why he blew up is because... Heartbreak is in and, and, and this relationship and love mm-hmm. and shit. That's the most common like thing, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the emotional connection that all the audience, no matter color, genre, age, niggas can all relate to and like fucking understand, you know what I'm saying, in some capacity or another. That's a fact. We, no, nobody, I can't tell you what it's like to whip up Pyrex on a stove. <laughs> I, I, I definitely <laughs> I, I like can. the way it sounds. Hell yeah. <laughs> it sounds, yeah. <laughs> I don't, it sounds fire. I, yeah, I, I get it. I don't know how much kickback a Draco holds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds cool, though. Yeah, like I, know, I've never seen two commas on a check. Yeah. <laughs> but I like hearing Jay rap about it. Yeah. yeah. It's funny I say that because I honestly find myself not being able to listen to music. no more. Like before when I used to listen to music, I was into basketball, so I would just need something to daydream about, or like just I, sometimes I would just daydream to the beat or whatever. And now since I don't play ball like that no more, I'm actually listening to lyrics, and I find myself not being able to get into a song now because like I, not that I don't fuck with the lyrics, or I, I don't I'm not willing to just understand this is where they're coming from. So I feel like sometimes I don't I'm trying to connect to it, but every bar is just like I can't tell where's the person in this song. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I think that's that's a lot of that also is because you've grown into the comic that you've grown into, mm-hmm. and you've noticed like through like when people tell you about how perspective and stuff like that, and people be like, "That joke is funny, but who are you?" Mm-hmm. And then it all relates because like yeah. com- I, I've always said, this comedy game and the rap game are exactly the same to an extent. Like they're exactly the same. They function the same way in the way the 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 thought process and shit like that works and i feel like that's kind of like now you're you're analyzing it differently because your brain's working differently from writing jokes Facts. and you're like yo but who is this guy like why the fuck is cj whoopty saying whoopty the thing is now you need a hard sounding word and a beat and a, and a bitch screaming in the background i think my favorite song of all time now in rap is push it by rick ross I feel like I fuck with every single bar in that song. <laughs> he don't say nothing crazy, just like pushing the limits. I just fuck with that shit. That shit I push and I push. I ride and I ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I mean, you know, you can't relate to smoking a mata. No, open a top pot. But this is why rap is so fucked up because rap, out of every music genre, it has the most ficklest fans. It's like, yes, they're all fair weather, like. Like I, you, you see that shit happen all the time. Like the shit, true. like that MC Hammer got crucified for, is what every rapper does. Jay Z, Puff, Little Yachty endorsements. Mm-hmm. He had, you have a cartoon. He's a sellout. Like no nigga, I'm branding. Yeah, <laughs> you have a Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> like yeah. Ooh, he sold you? out. Yeah, but you know it's nah, funny. Bro, the, I'm getting the bag. Like <laughs> yeah. the younger, the younger gen, they fuck with it though. They fuck with getting the bag. hundred percent. The younger gen, they don't give a fuck. 
They be like, they, they're like, oh, he getting the bag. You can't even talk about that man, even if it's not the right bag. They're like, you can't talk about that man. Yeah. He got his money. That's no, but that's why like even Hammer was he was ahead of his time and shit like that. Nowadays is 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 in. It's like mm-hmm. okay, yeah, you get into it. We respect that and shit. Like I had that conversation uh, with his son and shit like that, and I was just, he he was telling me that Puff went up to him and was like, yo, you're the reason tell, talking about Hammer. Mm-hmm. Puff was like, yo, you're you're the reason why we do what we do. And I was like, that's cool and shit. And what people don't know about Hammer is that that nigga's super street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super, like, he's from Oakland, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and he was in the military, too, right? I don't know. I think he was. For I real? saw Humps in the Bump says otherwise, though. I don't know. He was that with Death Row. Yeah, well, that shit was crazy. Hammer will fuck you up. I know he would, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> you could tell Hammer could fight. He had, a, he had a gangster brother and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, he, I, I'm not going to say he went broke, but he went broke as far as, like, um, the amount of money he had and shit like that back then. He went broke because he was helping people. Yeah, so that's why he mm-hmm. got good karma. Yeah. Like he owns like a piece of Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has more money now and anonymity than he had when he was everywhere. And you saw great. his face. Hammer had like a hundred fifty person entourage. Yeah. Like Hammer would come in with tour buses for people and he was the only one rapping. He took care of all of them. Yeah. But even you know why he did that? He said that he would be on the road and he would call back home and t- talk to a friend that's back home. And it's be like, yo, such and such. Whatever yeah. happened to whatever happened to Jamal? Yeah. Oh, you ain't heard? Damn, Jamal got killed. He kept getting all those phone calls that he wanted to help those people. So he started giving them jobs and taking them, and taking them on the road with him. That's crazy. Yeah. Hammer's a good. Hammer's a stand-up. So, so he yeah, didn't. Man. He didn't go broke, or I'm not gonna say broke, but he didn't lose a lot of his money because he's buying Ferraris. Like, no, nah, well, yeah. But people misunderstand broke because like, yeah. people don't know money talk. Because yeah. I think Hammer went bankrupt. I was like, that doesn't mean Hammer's broke. Yeah. <laughs> Like you know, it's yeah. just because he got people like Jay Z wrote. Jay Z's the worst, bro. He's yeah. like, he don't give you all the details. He'll just say some shit like, he's trying to be like MC Hammer. <laughs> You're like, yo, that ass yeah. neither. And everybody's like, yo, Hammer songs, yeah. And then they they don't know, they don't know. Yeah, Jay yeah. is a motherfucker. Nah, he'd be five. <laughs> he was like, I wanted to be like Swablee Kwali. That's until I made five mil. I ain't like, been rapping oh. like no common sense. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it, man. That's because a rap, again, is the fickle fans. They don't do their research and shit like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, my tattoo right here, this is Fab Five Freddy. That nigga nice. introduced me to, to rap music. You know what I'm saying? He the GOAT. He the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? That's why he's on my arm. He was literally a part of every single art like movement. Yeah. I mean, Jean Michel, he was behind everybody. Jean Michel, Blondie, Fab Five Freddy told me everybody's fly. Fab Five had a white woman rapping. Debbie Harry and made it a hit. Yeah, Fab Five. Flash is cool. Flash is five. Like Fab <laughs> Five put that together. Like Fab Five to me, like like again, this is an age thing. I feel like when I used to see him as a kid, I thought Fab Five was the coolest person that ever lived. Cause you see him like like he had the glasses on and he had that look like yo Fat Five has a fucking presence when he walked and he was in. cool with everybody. Mm-hmm. He was like the energy god. Yeah. It was like damn, this nigga's cool yeah. with like. Debbie Harry and these yeah. downtown people, and then he's cool with like Basquiat and Keith Haring yeah. and Facts. and Warhol and uh, Julian Schnabel. Then he's cool with like Public Enemy and L. Cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah this nigga's the man. He <laughs> connected what? Because back then it was a big thing with like downtown and uptown. It ain't cross. Mm-hmm. Fat Five ended up crossing downtown and uptown. Like, he's like one of the first dudes to do that because back then, if you were if you were from Brooklyn, you didn't hang out in Manhattan. Like that was mm-hmm. a, it was like aliens to mm-hmm. hang out in my hand and shit like that. And Fat Five was the one that's like, nah, the art scene and the rap scene, we go, we got this. We don't got a Fat Five no more. 
Ain't yeah, nobody we, like that. Like, no, nobody. nobody. Like that. Right. But we don't even have a rap TV show no more. Like a rap, like 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 rap city. Like like Tigger could have been a Fab Five, maybe. Hell no. But Tigger was <laughs> Tigger know. too one sided. No. He was no. he was too one sided. He was way too one sided. Tigger, Tigger was stuck in the basement. Fab yeah. Five was outside, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he literally was outside. Yeah. All the clubs. He was, was in Compton with yeah. NWA in the back of a pickup yeah. truck. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, he was everywhere. Fab. Fab was like a superhero. Fab to me, like Fab Five was a superhero, and Run DMC to me was superheroes. And I feel like without any of those, without those four people, we might not even be listening to rap right now. Mm. I feel like, yo, because there was superstars. Right, and then we we got, but they all follow the Run DMC blueprint. Like if you go, what's that? The the they created this stadium life for the rapper. Like Run DMC was, it's crazy, and they also kind of did what Fab Five did because they said, "Yo, we're gonna do a song with Aerosmith." Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was unheard of, except for like the Fat Boys. They was fucking with the Beach Boys and shit like that. Yeah, Beach Boys are another one. They don't get enough credit. They they don't get enough credit because like that was like stardom, but like Run DMC was like hood superheroes. Like I could agree. Like it's crazy. Like sometimes I like like you don't have to love their music, but like sometimes you see Run DMC and you're like like you look at like stuff from the past and you just see them pop up and shit, and you're like, yo, these motherfuckers is like superheroes. Like they walk in with their fedoras on and no laces on the Adidas. Yeah. Like Run had a presence. DMC had a presence. Jam has the same. I met DMC at SmackDown. And I, I was he's, at, he's a wrestling fan. Yeah, he's a wrestling fan, and he writes comic books. That's I met him at SmackDown. Me and my girls leaving the building because SmackDown was over, and I like looked up and I was like, "That's fucking DMC." And to me, he's a superhero. I went up to him. I said, like, "What's up?" And the whole night, my girl was like, "All right, shut up about it, already. I was like, "Yo, but I'm a DMC." She's like, "All right, cool, cool, cool." I was like, "Yo, but that's DMC." That's like, hilarious. Like, like, like I was so hyped, and he and DMC got this like, because you know his voice is light now. Yeah, I was just like. I think because that's all the drinking he used to do. Yeah, probably. Damn. Yeah. Bro. I met DMC. My sister was in a choir, and DMC was just randomly there. And I was like, holy shit, that's DMC. <laughs> he's a man of the people. <laughs> yeah. yeah those ass. are the superheroes. Right? We don't have Dominican. superheroes. Rappers, there's no rap superheroes no more. Mm-mm. They're all from the prior generations. Like, the last yeah. rap superhero. We don't got icons. The last, like, icon in rap. 6 9 You right. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Yeah, we got a Takashi fan in the house. <laughs> That's that Brooklyn love shit. <laughs> nah, I, I'm like extremely like I'm not into six nine anything, but the story behind it is fascinating. I it's like fascinating to me because it's like how and why did y'all put this man on? Like I seen his whole story on Hulu and shit, and he's from like three blocks of like Bushwick. Yeah, so he's from where I'm from, and and like. So I'm doing the research on him. He's putting out all these crazy sounding songs. Then he goes to jail for that for that thing he did. And then for whatever reason, they still decide to put him down in the crew and to put him on. And it's like, why? And now when they talk about it in interviews, they don't want to act. They don't want to answer that question. Like, so why did y'all put him on? Nah, we not. We not. We not going to talk about that. It's like it was a money move. <laughs> it was very clearly. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I mean, see, I can't even like. Is Drake a, a superhero? Hell yeah! I guess he might be the last one. He might be the last superhero. Drake's well, a fucking icon. Yeah, yeah Drake is icon. He's definitely an icon. Yeah, that Drake's dude transcends icon. rap. Like, yeah, Drake's on. I don't think he could do anything else though. What do you mean? He's so famous in rap. Like, oh, oh yeah, he's so on top. The only thing that's left for him to do is to fucking get like the Pusha T fans to like. 
Like, I think they that, do. On the that, low, they do. They, I feel like they do, but I feel like they don't. Like, there's a section of people that will never like Drake. Never. Because mm-hmm. as soon as Meek said that Drake wasn't writing and shit, those people said, I'm never going to like Drake. They're like, I fucking knew it. But they lying, though. <laughs> Drake comes on in the club, they lying. I could agree with that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first one, I hate Drake. I could be downtown whipping on the radio. Yeah, that ass. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but but it's also different because Drake is a superhero, I guess. But he's also like what I like. What I what I like about Drake is that Drake is um Drake is a super regular nigga. <laughs> Like, not even, like, a superhero. Like, Drake is a super regular dude. Like, when I see him at basketball games fawning over other players and shit like that, you're like, yo, this nigga is dead ass a fan of everybody that he likes. Like, a lot of dudes get to a point, and they don't, they're not fans no more. Like, what like, did I just tell you about my uncle and Rick James and, and Prince yeah, and all that? That's Drake the same is like thing. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great analogy. Drake is like Eddie Murphy in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's huge. That's crazy. I mean, I mean, those are two um, heights that most people I mean, never reach. They do both got them big ass houses. They do both have they them big ass houses. You know what I mean? Like, I just think crazy. it's the fact that they still on at a level that, like Eddie stayed on and he stayed at a certain level, and then Drake stayed on the 2010s yeah, yeah. and he's still at a certain yeah, level. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah, I that I, I see, see that. Hundred percent. I think Fifty's a superhero. I like Fifty Cent. I, Fifty is the last great character. Like, you know, like, there's storylines and characters. Like, if you're running a, a, a movie about hip-hop and you just want characters, you have to put 50 in there. Definitely. 50 is a fucking character, man. Like, I fuck like, with 50? Like, 50's energy yeah, is yeah. so crazy, yo. I fuck mm-hmm. with 50. I've always fuck with 50, though. Like, musically, I, I ain't gonna lie. I haven't fucked with 50 musically since. Facts. Since <laughs> uh, for... Uh, you remember when he did those, those mixtapes? Mm-hmm. Where he came out with, like, three or four mixtapes? It was, like... The old the older shit? Nah, nah, nah. It was like when he was trying to get a comeback. Like before Animal Ambition, he did a couple mixtapes. I was like, listening to those. Uh, so now nah, some of those were good. Like he was rapping over some older stuff and stuff like that. And like that little end, that the end of Fifty. But mm-hmm. then after a while, he just got little like. He dropped one song recently that goes that's that sounds pretty good. I don't know the name of it, but it got like an '80s '90s hip hop vibe too. I don't know if y'all heard it. And you don't get sounds Fifty without Jam Master J. That's Sorry. a fact. Yeah, but 50's like it's like 50 you just want to like like I would like to be in a room with 50 when he's clowning somebody cause like he like you can see the joy in his face when he's making fun of somebody <laughs> like I've never seen so much joy in somebody's face being mean <laughs> you can tell he was definitely bullied like coming up the way he just loves to bully other people or like it's so anti you're not about to bully me that it's not really him trying to bully somebody you know who I think is a superhero for me? Cameron. Oh, yes. That's a New York superhero. That's, That's a fire. fire. That's a fire. Cam is a superhero. It's the Pink man. Panther. That man, his cape is a, is a pink mink, B. Yeah. <laughs> Cam is a character, too. But Cam is, like I said, he's from that like era where we still had characters and stuff like that. Because now everybody's kind of the same. The shit, I don't think it's a character. That's really just Cam. Like, no, I don't mean character as <laughs> no, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. Cam is definitely, for me. He's a one-on-one. That dude. That's the God right there. I see. He it. gets computed Putin. So you grew up in Englewood, right? Englewood, New Jersey. So, um, who's from Englewood? Sugar Hill Records is from Englewood. Sylvia Robinson, Joe yeah. Robinson. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what's so crazy? I grew up in a cul-de-sac, and my next not not my next door neighbor, but like two houses up was George Benson, 
the legendary jazz R&B musician. The guitar player, right? Mm-hmm. I've sampled him quite a few times. Then one of the houses in the cul-de-sac was, remember that 80s doll, um, Teddy Rupskin? Yeah. The guy that created that, he also created Trolls. He was, he was my neighbor. Wow. Wow. And Teddy Rupskin was like the biggest 80s toy. Bro, I had a Teddy Rupskin. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin was the shit. Yeah, I used to put rap tapes in him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my Teddy Ruxpin was rapping the special ways. I got him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I took Teddy Ruxpin everywhere. <laughs> I took him to DR. They was like, what is that? I'm like, yo, it's the future. Shut up. Because, you know, they ain't getting technology for like five years later. Damn, bro. So you was really just, you You really are just behind the scenes, man. Just been behind the scenes, Brody. That's just my life. <laughs> also... The first person I ever heard use Brody was this man right here. Like, I never heard anybody else use this shit. Yeah. And I was just like, after, I was just using it. I was Look, like, I like that shit. That shit is on, that shit is on my... <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Yo, what's so crazy is I got cut right here, and I, I put it over the cut. <laughs> that shit ain't hurt? What, the cut or the tattoo? The tattoo over the cut. Oh, nah, because no. the cut is scar tissue. Yeah, nah. I, nah, the cut was healed up already. Oh, right. and now he got cut and was like, oh, I'm gonna get a tattoo immediately. <laughs> I don't you know gotta put that shit in the back like Southside. That's fire, Brody. <laughs> Brody, yeah, I yeah. got I got that term from this girl I used to date. Damn, I said like three girls I used to date. <laughs> this girl I used to date, she was actually um, Sugary Land's niece. She's from um, her name is Jennifer. Mm. I haven't talked to her in a while, but she cool. Mm. <laughs> she gonna listen. She gonna listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I feel like I got everybody I named, she'd probably be the one that won't listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm safe. I'm safe there. Like, right, I ain't listening. But, to but she's from uh, this town in Orange County called San Clemente, which is the last town in OC before you get to San Diego. Mm. And she has always put me on to like mad different shit. Like it's, 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 it's a beach town. Yeah. And so I didn't always, I, I, I wanted to stop saying the word nigga so freely. Yeah. So she was like, yo, like, she didn't even say like, yo, they say Brody. It, it, she was just talking, yeah. and I was like, "Damn, that sounds cool." And I was like, "Brody," <laughs> yeah. and then that shit really just took off. Like, wow, wow. Well, slang used to be regional until the internet. Yeah, mm. that ass. Yeah, because shit. It used like, to if it wasn't for me dating a girl from a beach town out there, it's like yeah. I don't, I don't. That word doesn't travel to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now everybody uses the shit because yeah, of Russell Westbrook. Nah, mm-hmm. fuck that shit, bro. Nah, I can't. I'm not saying that he came up with the word, but I'm saying if you see somebody young saying this because of him, that's crazy. Uh, nah, I, I got I got so tight over that. <laughs> I mean, Brody. I, I, I don't know why though. Nah, for why nah, nah Westbrook's that dude though. I fuck with Westbrook. Nah, that's the OG Brody right there, yo. There you go. The that's real Brody. That's the big Brody right there. Bro. Then there's Bruiser Brody. All right, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, Bruce, Bruiser Brody's the one that died? The nope. one that got stabbed in Puerto Rico. And then Brody Lee. Brody Lee that, died. Yeah, that was yeah. Luke, yeah Luke, there we go. He yeah. was Luke Harper. They both dead, but. Hold up, Bruce, hold up. Who's Bruiser Brody? Bruiser Brody was from the 80s. That was the, who's the who's the black guy? Black guy. The black wrestler? Like, is he black? <laughs> wait, wait. Damn, you get him a wrestler. With the name Brody? I don't remember a black Brody. Me neither. <laughs> Brody Lee was recent. That was. um. Yeah, you talking Brody about Adrian Bronner? No, <laughs> Adrian Brody. No, um, Brody Lee was. Uh, he just recently died. He had like some undisclosed disease. He was. Um, he used to be with Bray Wyatt in them on, on, on WWF or WWE. Yeah, yeah, I know those recently. guys. Like he was. He was Luke Harper. That was him. And then he left. That's, that's Brody Lee, though. That's Brody Lee. Yeah. So and who's the other one? Bruiser Brody was. Yeah. Who's that? They did a Dark Side of the Ring on him. Um, it was from the eighties. He was. 
Brody Lee actually the reason he calls himself that is because because of, of his Bruce Brody because he kind of looked like him too. Yeah, crazy hair, all this other stuff. A big dude um, from the, like the eighties. I and did see that dark side of the ring. That was from last season. Yeah, that was from last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I seen that one. Yo, my, my girl just recently watched that shit. I know where I get home. I'm like, I went for a bike ride. I get home and she's like, yo, it's so fucked up what happened to Brody Lee. I was like, what are you talking about? And she starts talking about the Bruiser Brody. So she's like, those fucking Puerto Rican promoters. Wow. <laughs> now, because what happened Damn. was fucked up. So I can't go over your house no more, Trent? She didn't say Puerto Ricans. She said Puerto Rican promoters. She still said Puerto Rican. Uh, she know. likes you. You're good. All right. As long as you're not promoting wrestling matches and stabbing niggas in the bathroom, <laughs> I think we're good. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy that's story. Week. That's a crazy story. It was a story of uh, what's his name? Phil Jack. Uh, Phil, is it Phil Jackson? Phil Jackson, the coach, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Phil Jackson. He was he was coaching in Puerto Rico when he first started coaching. He was like, they were so into the game that the other coach shot the referee because he called a foul on us or some shit like that. What? <laughs> I mean, that's insane. Was it Carolina, Puerto Rico? Carolina? Oh, Carolina is crazy. This is like the oh, coach shit. The coach shot the ref and then they banned him for one game and came back. Yeah, I heard of Carolina. Puerto Rican basketball is no joke. That's yeah. wild, bro. Yeah, they don't make it to the league just because they don't make it out of Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that is. All right, the one that sense. made it was, what was his name? You know his name. Arroyo. 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 And yeah. then Calderon. That's the other one. Which one? Jose, Jose Calderon. Jose Calderon. Calderon. I, was, I was about to say Tego Calderon. You stupid. <laughs> the the so-so Def logo? So-so Def. Nah, you know who's the best Puerto Rican <laughs> basketball player, though? What's his name? He was on the Mavericks, and he was dogging for them when they won that championship. Short. J.J. Barea. That's the best Puerto Rican basketball player. I thought you were going to say cool Bob Skeet, Bobito. Oh, nah. <laughs> Bobito? Bobito, nice, though. Bobito's Bobito nice. can ball up. Hell yeah. He's I still s- balling up. I saw a documentary about him. That's oh, yeah. Doing he- it in the park. Yo, yeah. that's my him favorite documentary. Yeah. Other legends. That shit was crazy. Doing it in the park. Ain't it from oh, your hood? Yeah. Upper uh, West Side, right? Yeah. 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 That shit was crazy. Shout out to Malak for letting me watch that in his crib. That movie go hard. Yeah. yeah, Bobito love basketball. Mm-hmm. Like loves basketball. Ball, ball is life with him. And sneakers. So mm-hmm. I fucks with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like you couldn't love you couldn't be like growing up like eighties and nineties and not love basketball. I mean, I just don't see it. Yeah. Jordan. That's all we did back then. Jordan. Yeah. Kinda. They owe Jordan everything. I don't care what nobody says. He really like he made that game global. It wasn't just the NBA in the United States. It's the NBA everywhere because of Jordan. Hundred percent. Jordan was huge. Jordan was huge. I never made like it never made sense for me. Like, oh, Jordan was huge, and you know also was huge. I, I was a kid. They opened the Models in Newark, right? And for the grand opening, they brought out Patrick Ewing, and I shook his hand, mm-hmm. but I never saw Patrick Ewing. <laughs> huh? What you mean? I waited online. So check this out. A hand just came out somewhere. Bro, you don't <laughs> you don't realize how big Patrick Ewing is. <laughs> Oh wow! Cause all right, so I, this was this had I, I was like a shorty, shorty. Like I must have been like twelve, and um, so I was waiting online. Patrick Ewing was gonna be at the opening of the Models, right? And I'm waiting online. I'm talking about it was super hot outside. My nose bleeding and shit. So I'm there, and I was like, I want me Patrick Ewing, right? And then Patrick Ewing comes up, and I just see like the hand of God come through the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Hey, young man, and I was like. It's Patrick Ewing. And then I looked up. I couldn't see his face. His face was in the clouds. 
Like, Patrick Ewing is like nine feet tall. So is he like a monster? Bro, I or? could never. Yo, he. This man <laughs> he is the tallest man in the world, world at that point. I've never seen somebody that big in my life. I could not see his face. That's crazy. But I remember his hand. His hand was like really big. Really it could have been a different person, but I'm pretty sure it's Pat. Like, it you saw been, a giant hand. Yeah, it could have been Patrick Ewing, but like, wow. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I still remember that shit. That block, that was like, yo, they opened the foot action once in Newark, and for the grand opening, they had Bow Wow out there, right? America's darling, as you America's said. darling, Shad Moss. Put, put some respect on Shad Moss's name. Yeah, you know none of his songs. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, what's the one? Um, out yeah. of my system. Yeah, yeah, that one. Let me hold you down. Sing it, Trey. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to sing it. Yeah, sing it, Trey. Oh, okay. All right, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Omarion's part. Anyway. (laughs) So that day, they opened the um, foot action, and Bow Wow was there, but for some reason, Tretch from Naughty by Nature was out on the streets, and Tretch is a full-blown blood. Not like half-blood. Like, he's a real blood. So he's walking around with his... I had a blue Honda Accord at the time. I'm stuck in traffic because I had no clue the foot action opened. And there's mad traffic on the street, and I'm stopped at the light. Tretch, I don't know if it was because my car was blue. He stopped in front of my car, started throwing up signs, and started cursing at me. And I was afraid for my life because I thought he was gonna throw that metal chain that he used to wear to the fucking the chain link fence shit. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, I thought I thought Trench was gonna kill me. That's hilarious. Because I had a blue Honda Accord. Wow. Yeah. He might have killed your car. He might, have, he might have stabbed the car. That would have been crazy if he was, you get out of your car. That shit is disrespecting me, B. He was like, I know a jam, I know a jam, jam. A boat. <laughs> For a man that's so angry, he has so much happy music. <laughs> he got hits. Trash got hits. Jersey lessons. Jersey. All right. Relax. Yo, Vinny from Naughty by Nature is the worst <laughs> group member of all time. Proz. Hell no. You think Proz over Vinny? Proz had ghetto superstar, bro. Vinny, you can't blow up with a name like Vinny. <laughs> like, what? Guard your grill. Look, true. look. And, and Vinny had short arms. Ghetto Superstar was on the Warren um, Beatty movie. Yes. <laughs> it was a Bullworth. Yeah. Vinny. Like, bro, you're not going wood with a name like Vinny. Wow. Vinny didn't write his raps either. That shit went double plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. I like it. Vinny. I would like to see. <laughs> Vinny lives in a studio apartment. That's fucking damn, yo. Not even a studio, a studio apartment. <laughs> Vinny lives in a studio apartment in Hackensack, New Jersey. <laughs> How do you know this? <laughs> Does it not sound accurate? <laughs> How do you know this? I don't know if it's true or not, but it sounds accurate as shit. Stretch is good. Uh, the DJ, the producer, K- KG did. KG said, man, he made some money. Yeah, he's behind it. He had Jaheem and all that. Vinny, yeah. Vinny has a part-time job, bro. That's even crazy. even at Naughty by Nature's height, he was still like bagging groceries somewhere. <laughs> Yo, you know how in the anime when like you're talking about somebody and they start sneezing and shit, like it's like, Vinny's like, Yo, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> fuck you, Vinny. <laughs> We're essentially in Vinny's apartment, according to. Basically. <laughs> Damn, Vinny's like no doors. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, your studio's so small, your bathroom don't got a toilet. <laughs> you got a toilet next to the fucking kitchen sink. Yeah. And then his nickname was Vinrock. Like, what? Okay. I feel bad now. <laughs> oh, you feel, oh, you feel bad now? It's Vinny. It's Vinny. That is, that is the you most. You didn't feel bad when you're talking about Perry Saturn. Uh, hey, I didn't talk <laughs> All we said was the reflections of your opinions reflect on you. That's all we said. <laughs> 
I did laugh though. <laughs> oh, he said, "Don't you God. feel bad now?" So the guy's kicking us out at nine. At nine, he said we could. You know, he's like, "Yo, if y'all run a little longer, it's cool." Like, what time is your shoot? I'm late already. <laughs> okay, so let's start. I don't want to rush the podcast though. Nah, it's good. We're good. I mean, we usually do about this much time. Yeah, it's been a good time. Yeah, this has been fun as shit. Yeah. Uh, told you it was gonna be a good one. This is a great one. Yeah. Fuck Vinny. Fuck Pattern. Perry Saturn. Yo. Pattern. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Pattern. Sarah. Yeah. He said his name different like four times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do a super cut. Sarah Pattern. <laughs> yo, I feel like Vinny and Perry Saturn are gonna drop a diss track to the podcast. That's gonna be lit, yo. Nah, I mean, be a man, Hogan. No. <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, this was fun. Um. So before we sign off, I guess do you want is there anything you want to plug before you? I mean, it's like for the we, we're number seventy five in Honduras, just in case you don't know. What in Honduras, the country? Yeah, yeah, yeah with the seventy we're number seventy five <laughs> comedy, comedy podcast. podcast. Are you guys yeah. celebrities out there? I, I, I don't think know. So. I to don't the chosen know. few. But like, <laughs> I didn't even know they had seventy four other comedy podcasts in Honduras. <laughs> So to be 75 is an honor. Yeah. I feel like at best if you guys go out there, you might get a free coffee. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll take, I'll a, take free a free coffee. coffee. I love I'll coffee. Take I'll take a free coffee. Nah, I love you guys, man. Uh, plug, plug, plug. What do I plug? Man. Yeah. I got I got a lot of good shit I'm working on. Uh, this company called Brody's Only. Um, this Chief Keef documentary film. Lit. That um, we're doing. Me, my boy Gregory Beef Jones, Peter Pan. Um, Harmony Kareen, um, a bunch of dope shit, man. I I don't I don't like to talk too much about stuff because mm. it, it you know what I mean. Yeah, you put like a stamp you dissipate on it. your energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not that I don't want to promote. No, I but, get it. But I'm, I'm yeah. You want to plug any social medias or somewhere that they can keep oh, track? Be oh, on yeah. watch out. At, at Rebel Socialite on Instagram. That's my. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. Um, at Rebel Socialite, spelled normal, no Z's. No, 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 X's. No backward yeah. threes. Yeah, no, no. no O's as 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 no zeros as O's. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, so guys, um follow give him a follow, be on the watch out. You got some cool shit coming up. Don't yeah. don't give him a timeline. Uh hold on. I just want to shout out my cousin Jordan. He called me yesterday mm-hmm. from Atlanta. He was like, Yo, I still I'm still fucking with the podcast. I fucking love y'all. He's like, shout out to facts, shout out to trend. Oh word, what up? Yeah, man. Shout out to you, Jordan. That's Thank fire. you, Jordan. We love That's you, Jordan. JTP7. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. Michael Jordan. Nah, I'm playing with you. I see the likes. Thank yeah. you, sir. Thank yo, you. Yo, this better it. be the highest rated podcast, this one, this episode. <laughs> I fucking hope so. I, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, this is fun. We always you do guys that. are saying that because I'm here. When I leave, you're going to be like, yo, this shit sucked. Nah, 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 Shit, I mean, we got this is episode one twenty, so I say this is definitely in the top five. Definitely top five. Ooh, top it would have been like, like easily top three, but because of me, I, I, I double booked myself for today. We probably would have went longer, and it definitely would have. Thanks a lot, three. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for having stuff to do. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, no, we're up there. This yeah. was good. This was fun. We'll this definitely love our, to have you back too whenever you want to return too. Of course, uh, bro. Open Perry policy. Saturn Part Two. <laughs> Yo, that's the sec- that's the oh, name of the episode. We already have a name. We already have a name. <laughs> Yo, imagine like finding him on Instagram and DM him and be like, "Yo, listen to this episode. At least the first five minutes of it." Yo, <laughs> the name of this episode is "Fuck Pattern Sari." <laughs> <laughs>
We talked about his glass eye, the fact that he's a homosexual, <laughs> the mop he used to bring the in the mop. ring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's different, man. He's different. <laughs> he's different. I like how you said the fact that he is. <laughs> this Bro. is not to be debated. This is the end, and pa- Pattern Sari is <laughs> yeah. no debates. So, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> So, uh, once again, guys, it's me. You got to turn to that. It's your boy Julio Rivera. It's your boy Julio Diaz. It's your boy Brody. Yeah. And this has been TJ Square. It's in the game. Oh, yeah. You didn't even do that earlier. Uh, uh, now just, I got to put the effects at that. Yeah, it's all right. And from all my Honduras listeners. Oh, no. <laughs> Was that Mexican or Honduras? I don't, I don't know, know because they bro. don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Trinidad fucks with that stuff. Don't yeah, worry about it. Okay. He's been trying to get us canceled <laughs> in the country that loves us. <laughs> This show is over. <laughs> <We're out. laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> no, that shit was bad funny. Yo, my ear.